Critical Drinking. I'm Kevin Regan. I'm Tyler Kosepsky. And this is the podcast where we drink beers, we watch movies, and we talk about them. Uh, we are also joined by special guest... John Hagler. John Hagler. Johnny's here. Yay. This, <laughs> this is uh, Critical Drinking 74. Uh, we're going to be watching the smash blockbuster hit R.I.P.D., uh, and oh wait, it actually bombed. So we're going to talk about top five box office bombs. Uh, we we actually uh, decided we were going to watch this movie because I think out of nowhere Tyler kind of said, "Let's watch R.I.P.D." Because <laughs> no one's ever seen it before. <laughs> no one's ever seen it. Have you seen it? No. Have you even heard of it? Like barely. <laughs> and uh, and then we decided to pick a top five around it, and we made it happen. So it's going to be exciting times. I'm very excited. It's it's Jeff Bridges and Ryan Reynolds' finest, from what I hear. Mm-hmm. I think it's Ghostbusters. Uh, duh. Actually, no. I think it's Men in Black against Ghosts instead of Aliens. Is it? Yeah. Yes. It's Men in Black against Ghosts. Yeah. What are they Ghost wearing? Ghosts in the uh, black shelf. White guys in in black yeah. instead of black guy in in black. <laughs> There's also white guy though. Mm-mm. There's blackface in this. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, I, I Ryan forgot. Reynolds plays a black man. <laughs> I, I don't know if you knew that. There was a lot of controversy around this movie because of that. It that's almost, why no one saw it. It almost it was, ruined his career. Yeah. <laughs> Very racially charged movie. That's why they had to uh, put him in a mask uh, for Green Lantern. So yeah, which also see. bombed because of this movie. They wouldn't go right. see him because they just hated him because of this movie. And then, uh, mm-hmm. and then he went full mask and outside of the mask... Fucked up face in Deadpool, yeah. and they go. You know what? We're gonna give you another off chance. That way. We're gonna give you another chance. Yeah. You deserve to have shit on your face in every single movie because of that goddamn blackface fiasco back when <laughs> in two thousand whatever this was uh, under the R. direction R. of Robert Schwinkie. Schwinky. You don't know Robert Schwinky? <laughs> Robert Schwinky went on to do other masterpieces like. Cowboys and Aliens, maybe? I don't know. It seems Most like did, maybe did, did he it. do that? No. no. That not. was a huge bomb. No, that well. was also yeah. a bomb. No, yeah. probably some Lifetime original movie. <laughs> Golden Girls yeah. fight back. Yeah. Golden Girls hit the town. <laughs> I saw that. It was great. Love the Golden Girls. Yeah. Um, all right. So, so we are going to uh, we're going to watch R.I.P.D. and it's about one hour, thirty five minutes and fifty five seconds. We have beer open, number one. I'm, I'm sorry. If you have something else to say, that's fine. I'm rushing to this movie because I'm excited. I'm very excited. I can't wait to see how great of a mm-hmm. bad movie this is. Yeah. Um, so, in that hour and a half, how many beers are you going to drink, John, including the one you have in your hand? Well, I'm going to commit to six. Whoa! Yeah. Like it. it! It may be more. That is exciting. <laughs> He's only got 12, but wait. He's only got 12. <laughs> he only said six. He's got 12. Uh, pause. Tyler's busy (laughs) slamming his beer. (laughs) I'm easily going to do six. (laughs) You've already done one. Maybe seven. (laughs) All right. I guess I'll go around the horn and I'll, uh, I'll say six as well. So six is all around, uh, an hour and a half. That's about one every, what, 15 minutes? Yeah. That's super. That's not bad, especially when you crush the first one. Three minutes and 39 (laughs) seconds. I've already done one. Nice. Uh, Alright, so we're going to go watch it. R.I.P.D. We'll be back to talk about it, and uh, we'll have six beers in our bellies. Or more.
Welcome back to Critical Drinking. We just watched R.I.P.D. It was fantastic. Rip, rip. Rip, ripped. We watched Ripped. Um, it's actually about 90s gym culture. Yeah. It is. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. It's it's actually a documentary. We didn't know that. About Venice and it's Beach. About, <laughs> yeah, muscle Beach yeah, in it's the about 90s. Muscle Beach. It it's crazy. Weird. It's called Ripped. And I don't know, Jeff Bridges narrated it, and Ryan Reynolds was like the on-screen... Like host, he was but, the body double. yeah, but I don't get why the poster looked like it was a big old sci-fi thing because it was yeah. like a is a documentary. It wasn't. Yeah. So before before we start, um, we all said six, I believe. Yeah. So John, what is your status on beers drunk? I made six. Made I six. Cracked seven by the end. But... That's right. You made six into the credits. You didn't think you were going to do it. No. You had no. some reservations. Yeah, it was. But it you was persevered. Tough. Yeah. You persevered. You powered through. You overcame. That's good to hear. <laughs> Tyler, how many? <laughs> After that. Uh, like six and three quarters, I think I'm, I'm on right now. Six and three quarters? Is that yes, how you drink? Yes, Governor. Well, that's cute. Six and three quarters. Did you get quarters. seven? Oh, yeah, I got seven. I nailed it. I stopped drinking because we were talking for a while, and <laughs> I didn't know. I mean, you drink between talking. Uh, well, I was just talking a while. That's okay, that's okay. No, hold on. <laughs> Tyler's chugging again. Well, let's see if we can get that sound. Seven. <laughs> okay. Fuck you. There it is. Seven. We got seven beers. Uh, before the credits, though, six and three quarters. Uh, I did seven and just cracked. <laughs> you're not better than me. Number I cracked eight. eight, too. I'm a little better than you. <laughs> no, you're not better than me. We're at the same level right now. I feel like I'm a little bit better than you. Right like bit better than you. We're there's, there's a little bit of me that thinks I'm a little bit better than you. Just a fraction of a fraction. Most of me thinks you're not. So we all hit, though. We all met. Some exceeded yep. by three quarters. And some exceeded <laughs> by an entire beer. But it's fine. Uh, so to recap, this documentary about Muscle Beach, uh, it actually cost $130 million to make. Money well spent. Uh, <laughs> that's... That's. Agreed. I think we're all in agreement there. It was, it was well worth $130 mil. If I had $130 mil, that's how I would spend it. But the problem is... At the box office, it only made $33 million. That, that, that's close. I mean, that's, that's not that yeah, far it's, off. It's pretty good com- compared to no dollars. It's great. <laughs> but compared to $130 million, it's it's not quite as good. Low. So it almost lost $100 million. Domestic. It, it made up a couple dollars uh, internationally, but not. it did not come anywhere close yeah, to recouping the cost. What were the, the DVD cost. sales, though? No one cares. Non-existent. Did they even did they even invest the money to put this on DVD? I'm no, not sure. That's why we didn't have it in 1080. Yeah. There's no DVD <laughs> copies of this in existence, yeah. so it's actually uh, the weird part is these are digital rips of someone filming it in a theater. Yeah. Ne- uh, worldwide, it made 78 million. Yeah, which is still change. not close to its 130 not, million. Right. Budget. It still yeah. lost money no matter what. So I'm wondering how much the production cost was and how much the marketing cost was. Out that, of that that is yeah that's the total yeah that's the total 130 but like the what's total. the what's the you know what's the breakdown we could have figured that out because there were some like there were some effects in here that were million dollar effects I think God's butthole in the sky was pretty God's good. butthole in the sky was a great yeah the floating it's, uh, it's water droplets yeah. yeah like the still the still shots of them when they're like you know they they're dead so they stop time or time mm-hmm. is stopped and they're just wandering around in it. Like, those are good effects. But then there's, like, you know, fat dude jumping on the side of the building that is not a good effect. 
It's just like a... I mean, you can, a, you can it, kind of tell they kind of ran out of money. Yeah. And for but how things, did you run out of money? <laughs> like, how much of the money went to Jeff Bridges and Ryan Reynolds? Were they like Not $10 a million a piece? Mm, or... Uh, Cause I mean, there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of bloat in when, that 130 when did this movie come mil. Out? 2003, 13, 13, so, 2013. Oh, so Ryan Reynolds was a thing at that point, so he probably yeah, he was yeah. a heartthrob, and so was yeah. Jeff, Jeff Bridges was a yeah. heartthrob. At the yeah, time, Jeff Bridges so. was you know yeah, came so off his Oscar win and Crazy Heart or whatever. You don't have to sell me on Jeff Bridges. I mean, I actually like Jeff Bridges a lot. Yeah, everyone does. I, just, I feel like he played a caricature of himself in this movie, though. Speaking of Jeff Bridges and his caricature, caricature. Yep. <laughs> He's Tyler's the greatest, had six and three quarters beers Greatest right now. method actor of all time. <laughs> I don't know if anyone remembers. He played Rooster Cogburn in True Grit. He hasn't stopped playing Rooster Cogburn <laughs> in True Grit since that movie. Since that movie. Every fucking movie since that movie. Before that movie, Jeff Bridges was normal. Yeah. Like, you, you'll see him in Blown Away or whatever. Yeah, he, yeah. He speaks normally. He, does, normal he doesn't have an underbite. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. everything after that movie, he's got an underbite and talks like... Talks like this. So you think Johnny Depp is taking a page from Jeff Bridges? I like think John, they're they're method actors that forgot who they were. <laughs> they're so method, they're still in it. They are still. He <laughs> is still. still he is still Rooster Cogburn, thinking he's acting as someone. Else. He's planning for the remake in 2025. Yeah, it's that's incredible. No. That's dedication to the craft. 100 percent method. I mean, the only person more method is Daniel Day-Lewis, but he remembers who he is. <laughs> he comes out of it every yeah, once he in a while. he gets out of that shit. Uh, Jeff Bridges, I've never seen a role where he's gotten out of that. Yeah, that's un- true. Underbite since that movie. That was the first movie he did it in. Underbite. And under fucking draw like that. And uh, he's done it ever since. Just gonna drink some bourbon and uh, slip like, into madness. I like the southern draw because I am the rooster, rooster carper. And that's what he does. It's a pretty good uh, call, actually, because I'm not sure I've seen him since then without that specific character that he's doing. Like, this exact guy. Exact person. Who is not Jeff Bridges. No. Because we've seen him in... The Big Lebowski, he's not that guy. Nope. Arlington Road, he's not that guy. Maybe that is Jeff Bridges, though, when he's playing a character in The Big Lebowski. Ooh, all he's doing now is Jeff Bridges. Now he's, Jeff Bridges now he's has coasting an it in. And he now he's coasting it, it in. The of, I've never met the man. It's possible. Nope. Don't is, there, is it possible <laughs> that the Jeff Bridges universe is, is being turned on its side right now? Is it possible oh my God. that the bridge is actually... No, he's from fucking L.A. He's from L.A. He's he was born in L.A. Born I thought he was Angeles. born in Texas. No, he's born in Los Angeles. So that is not a character he's playing. Yeah, no, he is playing. He is playing he is the playing true Rooster Cogburn. He is playing with... He, oh, uh, my God. He, yeah. At this point, Bo is better actor. Wow. Oh. That's a risky call. Yeah, that's, that's a hot take right there. Bo can play more characters than Jeff, take. though. Jeff can only play Rooster Cogburn. That's a hot take. I don't know if I like that. Look, True Grit's right there. True Grit. The the role he got stuck in. Yeah, <laughs> that must have changed. It must have fried his brain playing that character. I, I don't know that I'm going to sign off on that, but I respect it. Sign off on it because it's absolutely true. <laughs> I've seen every role since, and he's been the same. The only one I can say he probably wasn't the same in was Tron. I don't think he had the dinner by Tron. Good point. I think that took place before that. Tron wasn't before True Grit. Uh, I think Tron was the same year as True Grit. Oh, you're talking. You're ta- yeah. I'm talking Tron about Tron was 2010, gotcha. and so is True Grit. You're talking about the Tron re- the the, the remake, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. yeah. 
Iron Man was 08. Uh, and since then, so was since, Tron was the, since the, the, 2010. True Grit. Tron, Tron is listed before <laughs> True Grit. Right. So maybe he filmed. He's got Tron. stuck. He probably percent <laughs> stuck. He probably filmed Tron in like 2008, and it took yeah, so yeah, many yeah, effects yeah. that it took two years. So yeah. True Grit was more practical, so it probably took less. So he filmed yep. it afterwards. Then. He filmed The R. Giver. I'm, I've never seen The Giver, but I no assume it's the has. same voice. Hell Seventh Water, Son. That's exactly what he is. Seventh Son is the same character. Yep. And then, ooh, Kingsman. He's I haven't seen Kingsman that one movie. yet. Well, it's in, pre- it's in post-production. Yeah, so, uh, so, the first uh, one was good. The first one was great. I'm I don't know how saying. he's going to fit in with his character. Hey, into, y'all. Uh, I've got some... I like my whiskers. I like my dogs. Yeah, is he going to be like the Kingsman from America? Like the poster child of American, like... Just sleaze. Where's and, my turn down Like, you know, you know, in like in Love Actually, where Billy Bob Thornton plays like the sleazy president from America, oh, yeah, where he's yeah, just yeah, like yeah. the, you know, he, he, he understated Trump. what Trump is now. He understated. <laughs> oh, hey, girl, you got he, a sweet There's some nuance to it. But yeah. But like, that's going to be what he is. Because Kingsman is all about new, like, about, you know, British gentlemanry and being, you know, buttoned up and having a nice suit and nice shoes while you murder, murder people with your yeah. cane gun. Which it's fucking awesome. I love that movie. That was great. Yeah, I like that church scene. That the church scene? Yeah, in the first one. What church scene? I'm blanking. Where they go to church. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's, that's good. Anyways, we're not talking about Kingsman, are we? We're we're talking about they go to church. RIP. You know, remember? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, love that good. scene. That's good. That's good. Sorry, guys. Uh, so, like, for me, this movie. I didn't see it in the theater. And the problem with this... So when we get into our top five, the problem with the top five is that the way I'm taking it and the way I think you both are taking it is like movies that I thought were good that bombed at the box office. But the problem is the reason they bombed at the box office is because no one wanted to see them. I don't want to see any of these movies. Right. So not having seen a lot of them is the restriction of this list. But this is one of those where I was like, yeah, no, this movie's coming out. I don't want to see it. So I never saw it. Yep. I think you could tell it was a blatant ripoff of Men in Black. Other movies. Oh, Men in Black. It was like opportunistic not, of... Like other movies. I don't know what else came out in 2013 at the same time, but I know this movie came out in like March or something like that. Well, so it was like a, a very... Be, go ahead. Men in Black 3 came out one year before. To, to, to be fair, this wasn't a bad movie. It wasn't a great movie. Like, it's not going to win any awards, but it was entertaining. Like... I enjoyed sitting around drinking beers and watching it. Yeah, we talked through the whole thing. And that's why yeah. we do what we do here. That's why we liked it. <laughs> I think we, we really we got to here. rip on the whole movie. Um, but, yeah, John, you're right. The movie wasn't terrible. It wasn't the worst movie I've ever seen. I would watch it. I would watch it uh, by choice, probably, I, at some point. I did. I, seriously, I, I think this movie was... It shouldn't have been $130 million to make. I don't understand. But it was... Like, I had fun with it. It was one of those movies where it's like, okay, it's lighthearted. It's, you know, a take on this sort of action. Like, Men in Black 1 had come out. Men in Black 2 had come out. Men in Black 3 had come out. So, audiences kind of were used to this sort of weird, like, mortal, immortal, alien sort of juxtaposition in movies. So, this was not like a groundbreaking, oh, we're... We're not ready for this type of movie. Yeah. But it was fun. Yeah. Like I would have if I saw this in a theater, I wouldn't have said I wasted my money. No. Yeah. But what I would have liked 
uh, and I've, I was talking about this during the movie, I would have liked this movie to take itself a little more seriously. Mm-hmm. It didn't have... Like, so the, the thing that Men in Black did well is it had gravity to it where the lighthearted comedy kind of came as like a, a little bit of a relief to like what... Was, was, was an accent. Yeah, and you felt... You felt like the the stakes were high in Men in Black, and then this was sort of an action movie that was funny. Mm-hmm. This was a comedy that included action, yeah. which mm-hmm. was the wrong way, I think, for it to take. I would love to see a remake. Honestly, I don't say that about... I don't think I've said that about any movie, but I would like to see a remake of this, or a sequel, or something like that, where they take, a, they take themselves a little bit more seriously, and the characters just happen to be funny people versus the movie trying to be a comedy and trying to be lighthearted. Like, you know, Buzz from Home Alone was in this as a fat dude and walking down the airport terminal or train station terminal or whatever was it is. Was that actually Buzz? That was Buzz. For real? Yeah, that was Buzz <laughs> for real. Yeah, from Home Alone. Yeah. Uh, that was like a train station. Yeah. <laughs> Say goodnight, Kevin. Huh. Uh, but like the, whole, the whole thing was like he was a parody of, you know, like, like Men in Black... You sort of got the idea that, okay, this might be an alien, but like they're trying to blend in. This was like a clearly overt way of trying to stand out for the plot's sake. Like, oh, this guy's wearing like those Nicolas Cage snake eyes glasses, and he's in that weird like suit that you only see in movies about Vegas. And he's got the sideburns that are all gross. And then he comes up right up to Kevin Bacon, Turkey Bacon, and he says, you know, like, hey, you got the gold? Like, you know, it's like there's no suspense or, like, development there or anything. It's just like, okay, let's go through the fucking motions and yeah. stuff. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like there could, this had promise, though. Where, like, yeah. you, a lot of movies on my list didn't have promise. Mm-hmm. No. Like, a lot of the bombs never had promise. King Arthur probably never had promise. I'm sure it's it about to lose $150 million. Yeah. This... I thought this had promise. Probably, but like there were points. Yeah, to 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 your point, there were points in this movie where it was just like, uh, oh, yeah, broken things are like a. It's a clear sign. It's a, there are dead yeah. people. There's a broken. It's a dead ele- giveaway. Yeah, broken elevator is a dead it's giveaway. A There's dead a dead giveaway. person around. Yeah. Uh, leaky walls is a dead giveaway. There's a dead person. But there was no setup no, even to wasn't. that. No, like there, if there was some. It was just like given to us, and we're like, right. oh. Okay, if why, there were, though? If there were some ground rules laid in the beginning, like, you know how Men in Black takes Will Smith in, yeah. he's unaware, and as he learns, we learn. Ryan Reynolds Dude, learns no in learning. about 30 seconds, and then we're off and running. Yeah. <laughs> like, give us some development there where you're helping educate the audience and, while you're educating the character. And why is he the best cop on Earth? Like, it was just like, sh- she pulls him in. And don't you like, dare... Badmouth Boston cops. Okay. No, she pulls him in and is like, okay, welcome to the RIPD. You're either with us or you're against us. Or like you're, you're dead. You're, you're in or you're out. You're here or you're He's dead. like, I'm in. And then she's like, welcome. And then there's like, a, uh, look, yeah. these are all the best cops ever. Why? What makes him the best cop other than the reason he got shot and we know he's a dirty cop? Yeah. She said he's a dirty cop, yeah. so why is that a best cop? If you're a dirty cop, you're a fucking dirty cop. He's the least dirty not, of all Boston cops. Because, well, don't you dare bad mouth Boston cop. cops. They're and all dirty cops. Why are they only working Boston, in Boston? Boston. <laughs> Go ahead, John. I know yeah. you have shit to say. I know um, you have shit to say. Every turn was expected. It's yeah. not like there was yeah. anything that came up where I just went, oh, shit, that blows my mind. Twist. It didn't happen, yeah. you know? But it was it was enjoyable. It was, I liked it. It, it, was it, fun. it. I had a good time. I don't know if it came out in the summer. It felt like a summer movie. It was just... Uh, I think it came out in March. It, it was it was a fun ride. 
Yep. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, I'll figure out where this thing or when this thing actually came out. Jesus. Go to, uh, yeah, box um, burp, burp, burp. But I didn't. Uh, I. Uh, I don't know. It's it's tough. But you know what? Uh, you know they're what? Still, they're still uh, advertising the wall, huh? Oh yeah. Hard. In theaters May twelfth. It released uh, actually it was a July nineteenth release so this was like straight up summer movie. Oh this was. <clears throat> yeah. Oh I thought this was in March for some reason. And it was PG thirteen which you could tell because John's like why aren't they I think you were saying it like why aren't they saying fucker like whatever and it's like oh it's no it's PG thirteen yeah can't do that I think you get like one fuck what else I'm, I'm curious movie. like what else so like what I've seen with like the all these movies that flopped was. They got released at the same time as like a, a huge movie that did really well. Like there was another movie that launched that was just probably promoted a little bit better or whatever. Yeah. Like they're like they're honestly like getting hit by something else that happened. So no, not the fact that it's like a terrible nope. fucking movie. Nope, disagree. Red this two? is what came out. The, the Conjuring. Conjuring. Yeah, which opened wider by a couple theaters, but was a horror movie. Yeah, that's. Clearly a, a subset. And of, Red Two was and Red Two. Red One was fucking awesome. Yeah. Red, Red One, One was, was awesome. directed by the same guy who did R.I.P.D. Really? For real? Yeah. 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 Nice. Directed by the same guy. For real? Yeah. Huh. Ryan Schmerkmerk well, or whatever. Yeah. His name I like Red. Then I get that because I, I really enjoyed Red. And this movie was not not the best movie I've ever seen, but it was fun and it was I enjoyed to it. Red. Like it was good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Red came with a comedy more than the... Yeah, Robert Schwenke, yeah. or whatever his name is. Instead of directing Red 2, directed R.I.P.D. and got his ass kicked. Because I yeah. bet... Let's see how much Red 2 made. I oh, bet it was more than $33 money. fucking million. Dollars. Money. They made $53 million on that movie. Yeah. And this movie made 32 or whatever we no, said. No, but the, the budget on this movie that's, was... That's it still lost money, but it, was, it lost that, half... Yeah, it lost half. Worldwide, it made 148 That's what you get for taking chances. Remember that, get, man. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Let's never make an original movie again. It came off red, and they're like, "Oh, you made red? Yeah, cool. Here's 130 million to do it." Oh, you but want. the next weekend, the Wolverine came out, so that probably no, crushed. Yeah, it. Probably yeah but hurt. still, that's that probably took anybody who was going to see yeah. R.I.P.D. and they went to Wolverine. What else came out? Uh, nothing. Around the same time, Blue Jasmine, which was oh great, but God. it opened in six theaters. Movie? That's no, the that most was depressing fucking movie I've or, ever seen. Wait, was no, that was the Ryan Reynolds one with uh, what's your no. name, right? Or not Ryan Blue Reynolds? Blue Jasmine uh, was uh, Ryan Gosling. Right? I was going to say no, he Blue Jasmine was Kate Blanchett. No, that's like Blue crazy. Valentine. Jesus Blue Valentine. Blue Jasmine was Kate uh, Blanchett, and I think uh, yeah, the guy that Alec died. Baldwin was in it actually. Uh, what's his name? And then Two Guns with Denzel came out the that following out, that week. That was a big one. That was promoted. Yeah, huge. so it it, it kind of it got buried Two a little bit. Two Guns was good. And then Elysium came out like three weeks later. So yeah, Which there were some big movies. Not great. Yeah, yeah I'm, but I'm it was marketed. Director, but it was yeah, it was marketed great. really really well. Yeah. So that probably I mean RIP Turbo was, too, you know the, the snail that was tough. That yeah, <laughs> Turbo the snail. It <laughs> opened in fucking all theaters, thirty eight hundred theaters. That's ridiculous, but. Computer chess was the only thing. Actually, that came out the same week. It just came out on the Wednesday instead of the Friday. Computer chess opening to two theaters? Two theaters, yeah. <laughs> you know, they... They did they well, got, though. They, they only made uh, Box Office Mojo's got to be got to be thorough. The, those theaters were cranking, though. Yeah. Like, a lot of People stuff loved whatever yeah. that movie was called. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, I don't know. I, I would like to see this... 
I, I would have liked to have some notes for this movie before it got made. Because I think it could have been a better summer movie than it was. It just didn't, I don't know, it felt too lightweight. Yeah. Like it just felt too flippant. Like, it, yeah. it is, and then it's not, well, and there's nothing to care about. To, to, to be fair, it was a blatant ripoff of Men in Black. I yeah, mean, but wasn't this... I don't think this was an original script. Wasn't this, like, from some source material of some old, like... Not old, but, like, some... Ancient. <laughs> some ancient source material? I feel I like... don't know the answer to that. R-I-P-D source material. Wow. No hits, so... But uh, but does it matter? So. Because even if Men in yeah. Black ripped it off of R-I-P-D, the book... True. They yeah. did it first in... In cinema, April twenty, yeah, and they established the precedent there. Yeah. So oh, true. even even if the the book came out first, it's still a ripoff. This was definitely taking advantage of an opportunity yeah. that Men in Black had certainly put forth, but um, it was a dark horse comic or graphic novel or whatever. Um, I don't know when, twenty thirteen. That can't be true. They didn't also. Yes, I don't think that's This went straight from comic book to movie. Or no, went from right. movie to comic book. <laughs> movie to comic book. Yeah. yeah, who knows? Is what it looks like. I don't... Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. It's it's actually not important, because guess what? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Does not matter. Doesn't matter. It's still... Uh, it still costs 130 flop. and made... Oh, sorry. 33 million. 33, not 32. Made an extra million on that. And actually, if we're rounding... Close we're using rounding 34. rules. 34 million. Nice. Yeah, so it only lost yeah, 90... Only lost, yeah. 6 million. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, that million is a lot, unless it's a loss. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that million's a lot, unless it's not a lot. And I don't think it was a lot. Um, yeah, I don't... So, one other point I have on this is, to, to the promise thing, but not to this, like, the whole movie promise, but in the beginning, and I didn't sort of know this going in like you know yeah r.i.p.d r.i.p rest in peace yeah it's called our rest in peace department but like so they're dead whatever but the the little device that they used where once you die time stops and then you exist with everyone else who's dead and it you just sort of find your way somewhere and then you get sucked into the sky through god's butthole and <laughs> you know you do that you've got a rim job and then you're on the r.i.p.d uh but I thought, so, so you remember our conversation about the Purge? Where like the Purge 1 didn't have enough purging, but yeah. the Purge 2 was all purging, yeah. and it was better. Yeah. There should just be purging. The sequel to this should just be them running around in time-stopped land, just fucking her up. Like, just, that device could be used so much better where it's like, okay, we can impact something, maybe by... Minority reporting and, and pre-crime yeah. could stop people from committing crimes while time is stopped because we're dead. Like, they, them being dead didn't really affect anything. Yeah. The but thing... Yeah. It could have been cool because, like, you know, I just wanted purging out of the purge. And guess what? We got it in the sequels. And I will watch every single sequel of the purge because all they're going to do now is purge. purge. And it's great. Just one whole thing of purging. This could just be what you do... In that purgatory, when someone is about to die, but maybe shouldn't die, but maybe there's a crime going on, and we're the, you know, dead police department, the RIPD, fighting crime in space and time, I feel like I could make the, the poster snippet 
You've, you've got the bulimic crowd right there. I Not think of the purging. I mean, they, they're in. Uh, totally Ooh, R.I.P.D. <laughs> Whoa, hold on. Now we have a crossover. Rested purge Wait. Uh, department. These guys could exist as the, as the purge zombie. When people die during the purge, they Relentless, become R.I.P.D. And then they per- purge department. Dude, and they go back uh. and they purge the purgers from the purge <laughs> when they're dead with the purge guns. Those are purge guns. They didn't use those fucking guns enough. No, they used them twice. They were cool guns, and they didn't use them nearly enough. And they should have purged the purgers from the purge. The California Department of whatever took it away from me. Really? You got your guns taken? I took our guns! I literally had one of my guns taken away. Did you really? Yes. Good for California. And it was one of those guns. Send it back to uh, purge guns. Send it back to Vermont. It was a purge guns. Uh, No, but the thing that weirded me out was like. uh, Kind of like what you're saying. Like I was like, okay, what is what is a normal person seeing? Right. When this is all happening, they were seeing the weird mutated ghost, dead person. There, I feel like so they like didn't a fat dead person that? scaling a wall straight up. Yeah. Or a building. Yeah. They're seeing that, but they're also seeing a weird Asian man and a hot woman chasing yeah. said well, person right. with a banana it, it and had, a hair dryer. It had to do with the cumin. Right. Had, <laughs> I don't understand powder. either. I don't had, understand had they that. been had they been mainlining cumin, <laughs> they would have seen like Ryan Reynolds and, and Jeff Bridges running around. That's right. But they weren't mainlining cumin. Asian spices is the key to this whole <laughs> yeah, I don't get that. Like Kevin Bacon was like, Man, I'm sick of you seeing me this way and he he bumps cumin. <laughs> yeah. He puts cumin in between his thumb and his four or his pointer. And bumps it. Yeah. Like, you can't see me do it, but I'm... <laughs> he does that, and he blows cumin. Like, a, like he's a cocaine addict. Like, that And he's right. like, he turns into, like, a monster, and yeah. that's it. It's cumin. It's it fucking happens, cumin. man. Like, when was the last time you mainlined cumin? That's... It's been a while. It's been mainlining is heroin. Mainlining is, yeah. Mainlining is in bumping cumin. They are just... Tie it off. Cumin. They have but a, so that's that is another, the cheapest drug ever. It's like a dollar fifty for a huge thing of cumin, and you're like, dude. Actually, that's a good point because I don't get that. So, well, first of all, Are they could have Cancun. No, well, I mean, I want to go, but I'm not looking it up. Um, so, 130 million dollars. One, two, three. One, two, three. Yeah, I think that's right. Divided by ninety is one point four four million dollars a minute. Of this movie. Why couldn't they have made it longer? And explain some of this shit. Why couldn't they have like... <laughs> you don't, you don't get any background of... So what I would have loved to understand is... And at the end, they address it like... Hey, I got you a new alias. Right? And then he's like, oh, really? This is the best you could do? He's like, inventory is what it is. Let's explore inventory for like yeah. five minutes. Let's explain what... Well, like, so you know in Get Out... Yeah. Like, we, we all just watch Get Out, right? Yeah. So, Get Out is, okay, you're hypnotized, and now you are sunken in your body, and your body now is where their grandparents live. Spoiler alert for Get Out, if no one's seen it, but, like, that's that's the vessel for someone else's consciousness, Probably right? I should have said that first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, fuck you if you haven't seen Get Out. It's been out for a while. Um, but, like, that's what this is. It's like Marissa Mayer's... Body is the vessel for Jeff Bridges now that he's dead and R.I.P.D. What is what is she? Is she like 
is she gone from the cosmos yeah, she, or whatever? You know, the, the bullets. She's either heaven or hell. The bullet, yeah. So the bullets are supposed to erase you from the cosmos, but then maybe your vessel stays, and now Jeff Bridges can live in your vessel as disguised as RIPD and like, but nothing. None of that. And it was 90 fucking minutes. Like, why couldn't we have gotten, I don't know, 15 more minutes and explain that? Why are they that? disguised and, and the actual dead people aren't? Uh, I think, What's the point? I think the point is so they can operate. The, the dead under... people were disguised until the human. Not really, though. They're no, the but same they, people. They, they looked yeah. like, they looked like yeah. normal people Yeah. until they got okay. outed and then they were seen. Yeah. They would still, they, Jeff Bridges would look like Jeff Bridges because he's no, already no. dead. He would, he would look like. He would look like that hot blonde chick until he snorted some cumin, and then he would look like Jeff Bridges. Yeah. So, I don't know. So that's right, because why the fuck eat, did Ryan Reynolds not eating. snort snort some cumin? No, but he, he, ate, he, he didn't know. ate Indian food. He didn't know. That's true. He but did. he didn't snort it. So what? Same thing. <laughs> You're still ingesting Indian food. Well, the other guy though that they were sitting across the table from must have like gotten some of the cumin yeah. in his because then he transformed into right, fucking. But he off. didn't. Jeff Bridges didn't, and he fucking ate it. <sighs> maybe Jeff Bridges is maybe R.I.P.D. See, this is more of the shit that we need I, to explore. I, I, like, I think you found a flaw in the line. No, no, no. But he but, doesn't need. But here's here's what he we doesn't can, need to be disguised. Just be Jeff Bridges. Yes, but here's what we can explore: is that so? The RIPD is supposed to be undercover because, like, Ryan Reynolds goes and busts. But Kevin if you're Bacon. the same person every time, you're not undercover. No, no, no. But but Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Doesn't know. They know. Oh, the hot girls here. It's kids. Kevin. Kevin Bacon doesn't know that the little Asian man is Ryan Reynolds. No, so but that's how he busts. He him. figures but, it out. But he, he figures, figures it out. out. He, met he, him, he met him at the funeral. And then you're not and afterwards. So yeah. Then, they get him. then you're like, okay, that Asian guy's here. It's but Ryan yeah, Reynolds. Yeah. Right. But so that's you're more of what we need to I've explore. I've seen that Asian guy twelve times. He's following me. And you know what else they needed to explore? No, he clearly, just loves to deliver Chinese food. Clearly, Jeff Bridges was from another era. He was from like Panhandler, nineteen forty-nine. I think uh, he said eighteen something. Eight, okay, eighteen something. Even worse. He's an old prospector. How, how but like, you, how do you get that from the name of Cephas? I mean, like honestly, no. He said he fought for the North. I mean, that was huge. In so the he was from the South. Do not guess that he was born Roy in the Cephas, East. Cephas, baby. Roy was, that was that was Skinner time. That wasn't yeah, that was in the 1800s. That was the 70s. 1980s, bitch. That was uh, the 70s yeah, but, in Texas. But like that's <laughs> that they could have explored too. Like if there was some gravity to where like cross time, like there's this there's this purgatory dimension where the RIPD lives and it's timeless. Like that would have been fucking cool, but they didn't even talk about that. No, they, didn't, they had barely enough time to talk about it. Because guess what? Ninety minutes is only ninety minutes, and you need to show fucking fat ass Buzz running up a wall and dragging Jeff Bridges around. You know what? I could uh, I could make I could make at least forty forty million dollars if I could redo this movie. I, I could, could make at least no, forty easy. million. Give me give me a thousand dollar budget. I will remake this movie, and it'll be better. Than and you know what would be best? Ryan Reynolds would be in blackface. That's that's what they missed. Yes. White. White men Racist, in blackface. Racist, intrepid. I mean, that sells movies. Uh, right people department. We would call it because Men in Black was so hot back then. We would call it White Men in Black Face. White Men in Black Face. <laughs> Boom. Two. You call it two, but White it's, Men in Black Face Two. But it was the original. Yeah. Oh, like Troll horrible. Two, but <laughs> Troll wasn't really a sequel. It was like it was, we could have. I feel like we've just fixed this movie. In about twenty minutes, that they shaved off this fucking yeah. movie. They could have been an hour and fifty minutes. My favorite, yeah. What I liked about this movie was there was no 
like we were discussing. There's no build-up to anything. There's no discussion of anything. There's no explanation of anything. And then, like, right in the beginning, Ryan Reynolds dies. He comes in. Then they're like, Jeff Bridges, this is your new partner. Jeff Bridges is like, no, this ain't my new partner. They're like, yeah, this is like, okay, this is my new partner. We gotta save time. That was it. You're like, okay, that was... we can't Obviously a short movie, we so don't have we gotta enough, get through this. We don't have enough time for friction. Yeah. We don't have time. Okay, well, let's go out here and go kill somebody. And there okay. would have been payoff. There could have been so much buildup and payoff for that type of stuff. Like, there could have been friction. And it could have been legitimate friction because there's a 15-year dirty cop from Boston. And there's this 1850s Red Dead Redemption type guy that's like, justice is served. And that's how we do things around here. And then they could have found some common ground. And there could have been resolution. And there could have been some payoff. There was no payoff because it took place in 15 seconds. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> this fucking movie. What else have we seen? I'm not glad. I'm not happy it bombed. But I'm telling you, I could make more money if I could have done this movie. Tell we should, me. We should go pitch that. Let's pitch that. I could. Let's do it. But we have to, we have to chug. the Redux. We have to chug seven Redux. beers in 90 minutes before we go. Because that's the only time I have great ideas. Is, Redux. Is, is there any so way hammered. you would do it other no. than that? I mean, no. like, honestly. I'd mainline Cuban, but I don't think that works in the mortal world. Hey, you guys, you want to talk about this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, would snort, I would snort so much Cuban, and they'd be like, what the fuck's this guy doing? They'd be like, I don't know. He's very spicy right now. <laughs> he's as spicy as it gets. This guy uh, stinks like an engine. <laughs> oh, good guy. That's, I feel like that's crossing a line. I don't know where. You, you can, you can only say a bunch in this movie. You can only say that in blackface. Yeah. <laughs> You're not in blackface right now, so that was Sorry. racist. Sorry. Uh, when we, when no, we come but back, it was said a bunch in this movie. Uh, <laughs> I was just quoting the movie. He <laughs> did say engine a lot. He said and engine. that wasn't addressed a either. Lot. Did we ever get an origin story for either of them? No, I mean, Ryan Reynolds, we got five seconds. He fought of for the story. North, but then lived where? And then fought engines? And he's got a. Uh, an underbite under and a drawl, yeah. But you, is, he has a southern drawl, but he fought for the North because he loves blacks. The king of the North! Face, fat, black face. The king of the North. Oh, sorry, that's, that's, a, different, that's a different yeah. show. Yeah, um, All right, I'm, I'm ready to wrap up. Our conversation about RIPD. I feel like I got a little too worked up about a movie that only made thirty-four million dollars. I felt I got a little racist at the end. Of I apologize. Do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want to spin it back around? No. No. no? Okay. Uh, I can, but I just apologize to okay. everybody listening. All three people listening that are white. <laughs> Sorry for you guys hearing that. A couple that are Asian, because that probably was weird too. Oh wait, we don't have any. They're Asian not engines. So no, 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 the little Asian guy. Huh? We, we were talking uh, about the little yeah, Asian no, guy. He just before. likes to deliver food. So but hey, fun. all you hot blondes that we were talking about? Yeah. Come over. Throw some comments in the, uh, in the Facebook <laughs> post and we'll, we'll say what's up. Hit us, hit us all hit up. Us up. Um, I've got a, I'm married, so. <laughs> don't hit Tyler up. That's don't, weird. Don't hit me up. I'll get castrated, I'm sure. But, well, okay. Now, moving on. Uh, we watched some things. I think the last, uh, the last episode we did, the last episode we did, I posted on Feb, uh, February 17th. Oh, so we're not like doing four, too bad. No, it's been like four months. Not wow. even four months. Okay. That's not that bad. That's not terrible. Uh, but we filmed it probably in January because I'm terrible at posting these. Yeah, probably. But we watched some things, oh, excuse me, some things, uh, between now and then, so maybe we should highlight what we watched. One, John, of the things, you watch one of the things we watched was Get Out, uh, get which, out, which get we out. talked about. You yeah. saw it in a theater like yeah, I did. two days ago. I did. It was fantastic. Ridiculous. This past weekend. It was... Uh, I was super impressed. It was... Uh, 
it, it's hard to watch a movie where you go, they're exposing difficulties of being a black person in America, and you go, oh, I need to stop doing that. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's uncomfortable. So, need to stop trying to buy black people and use their bodies as well, vessels to... not even that. It's okay. just, it's the... It's the other smaller things that are in there. You just go... I know, the nuances, I've, yeah. I've done that. And it's like, it's interesting to see it in that perspective and go, oh, I should probably not do that. Yeah. Wait, what so, have you done? No, it's just uh, bringing up topics in conversation. Because like every time they would walk into a room, do you think people it's... would like, be like, oh, I love Tiger Woods. Yeah. Well, like, you've done that? No, no. <laughs> I haven't done that, but it's amazing how many times that I've talked to a black person... And the conversation lends itself to like black topics, right? Like you just you roll yeah. into that, and you're like, "Is it? Oh, I've done that. Like e- I need to not just associate black people right. with black, black topics. Black I just culture, need yeah. to talk. Right. You know, is it advent? Is it an advantage or a disadvantage to be an African American in today's society? <laughs> like a little Asian guy asked that. It's like, whoa, hold on. And then yeah. of course he reacts. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> Just one guy. But yeah, no, it was, it was great. And I mean, no, I it was really coming from Jordan Peele, if you didn't know that going so in and then learn that at the end, you'd be like, wait, what? You mean Kean Peele? You mean the guy that makes, like, the dresses as a woman for a comedy skit show? That guy directed that and wrote it and all that stuff? Yeah, it was pretty incredible. The guy that was in Keanu? The guy that was in Keanu. <laughs> he was. I wonder if you ever found this guy. Uh, what else did we watch that's noteworthy? Because obviously uh, we watched 100 million things. Not a lot of things noteworthy. Yeah. I've watched so, Deadpool like 50 times. Yeah. I've seen that movie there. probably since. Yeah. I've watched uh, uh, John Wick 2. John Wick. I tore that movie apart. I would uh, love to do a movie, uh, 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 something about like uh, gun foo. Gun foo. Uh, okay. Top Let's five gun foo movies. It, if you're a sci-fi fan and you're I'm not, not watch, so stop. You're not. If, if you're a sci-fi fan <laughs> and you're not, you're not watching The Expanse. Yeah. That Good. Show, that show is. What channel is that on? Sci-fi. Oh, it is on sci-fi. Yeah. Okay. I don't pay for that geek. Channel. It is. It is amazing. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't pay for that fucking nerd shit. I don't pay. I don't like the nerd movies and shows. Uh, what is it? Expansion. The Expanse. The Expanse. It's based on. Watch books. it. Good. Based on, I don't read books and I don't watch. <laughs> That's well, you're out then. You're out. Although we did just watch Solaris. You and guys, I, last, I remember you loving it. <laughs> you got. Speaking of geeks and books. Yeah. The gunslinger's coming out. So so like honestly, the Dark Tower is my favorite piece of fiction. It's ever, amazing. Ever written. It's yeah. so good. Ever written. So I've good. read that entire series seven or eight times. What? Yeah. Wow. A lot. That is a lot of pages. If you understand how big the books are, and it's it's a lot. It's that many pages. It's it's a lot of reading. You're reading through that many pages. That's I, like a million fifty pages. I, no. I it's probably like 10,000 pages, but it's a lot of pages. I overshot. I'm bad at guesstimating. I am planning on rereading it again this year wow. in preparation for that coming out. You're so. a fast reader because I've been reading it for the last <laughs> yeah. 10 years. And I'm, barely I'm barely through book two. <laughs> <laughs> I have not read it. It's, it you it's, should. It's insane. Like, it's one of those things. It's 
Like, you know how, like, everyone asks, hey, have you ever watched Dexter? I'm like, no, because if I get into episode one, I'm going to have to get through episode 71. Yeah. Like, no, I just don't have time. I, no, but I mean, the gunslinger's I, I been out it. for a while. The Dark Tower series has it, been out since uh, before I was dark, born. The dark, well, it took him 25, 30 years yeah. to write that series. So, I mean, it's it started long ago. It finished less than a decade ago, maybe. Yeah. Like, the, the last one was wrote, written. Right? Yeah, it's, it, yeah. yeah, but it's... It is his masterwork. Like, it, if you like Stephen King at all, it, in my opinion, it's the best thing he ever wrote. I mean, and not even him. It's my favorite piece of fiction ever. Ever. Like, so good. Well, and they've made every other Stephen King book into a fucking movie. It's amazing. Well, yeah, but... This is the un, unmakeable movie, right? You, you've really got to... Like, you've got to get into it to understand how weird it is. Because so, it's not like this is commercial. This is... It is a super weird series. So how like, how do they... How do they bring it to the screen? Is it like 15 movies? Or is it like it's a, a miniseries? Well, is it like a Netflix show? They're they talking about a mixture of TV and movies. So okay. it's gonna... You're gonna, you're gonna get some series of TV and then some movies in between. Right. Which, it kind of makes sense to me. And... I don't want to get too far into where they're going with it now because yeah. it gives away a lot of the books. So what they're making is not the books. Hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't get and, that. And it's hard because for me to get too deep into it kind of gives away you'll, you'll like what's it. going on yeah. in the books. But it's right. uh, almost a continuation of the books. Almost. That's amazing. All right, you've convinced me. I'm not going to read the books. <laughs> Great. Um, all right. Should we take a quick break before we get into our top five? All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back for our top five box office bombs. See you soon. Back to critical drinking. You, a couple of us. Um, those are some power ups. I feel like we need to do some power ups. No, Woo. no. You know my favorite power up. It's toward the bottom. What is it? Is it uh, this one? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll throw back to Mr. Maley. Woo. Mr. Ryan Maley in there. Uh, original host, co-host, whatever. Um, all right, so we are getting into our top five, the top five box office bombs. Now, I think we all took the same uh, the same angle at this, which is not necessarily what are the biggest bombs that have ever come out, because that's like a math problem, and that's boring, and you can look at a Wikipedia list for that. But this is more of a, what were those movies that bombed at the box office, but you actually liked? You thought were good movies. Um, and so we're going to go through those. We're going to go through exactly maybe why they bombed, what bombing means, um, and, of course, why we liked them. And so I don't know about you guys. R.I.P.D. didn't make my list, but it, it might have. Yeah. It might have. It didn't make my list, and it bombed for a reason. It bombed for a reason. Ouch. It hurt you, and it's, it's not happy about that. Uh, but okay, so we're going to just jump right in. Uh, Johnny, 
you uh, you have honors. What I is your have, number five? I'll start off with number five. Number five for me was Idiocracy. Ooh, good one. Um, Idiocracy is... The documentary that keeps getting more real. It's, it's an amazing movie. But to be fair, Idiocracy is not a movie that I watched and just thought, this is an amazing movie. Right. It's a movie that I watched and was just okay. Yeah. And I thought about for the next five days. Like... It, it implanted ideas in my head that caused me to think about it over a period of time. And I was just looking back on it, I realized how amazing of a movie it was. Even if it didn't deliver in the hour and a half that right. was on the screen, the ideas were amazing. That Mike Judge. Yeah. He's, uh, he's, got, he's got some good ideas. And that... That movie turns out to be a documentary the longer it exists in the uh, in the lexicon. It's it's amazing how relevant it really mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a good number five. All right, TK. I hate number five. that movie and I always will. Oh. <laughs> okay. That's my number five. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> uh, my number five was uh, is uh, Chronicles of Riddick. Yeah. Riddick. All right, moving forward. You don't have anything to say about Riddick. No. Uh, I actually enjoyed watching that movie. I thought it was like full of action, but I'd watched yeah, Pitch Black before it. I thought it was really good. Yeah. And uh, I thought it was a good like add-on to the series, but I don't think a lot of people at the time knew what Pitch Black was. Right. To like, was, build on to it. Yeah, it was small. So I think that's probably why it failed. Um, I don't think Pitch Black was a, a movie that was like highly adopted. It was probably like... I wouldn't call it underground, but I don't think it was a movie that was like a no. lot of people saw in the theater. It was, it was good. Yeah, yeah, it was it good. It was good. I really enjoyed it. So I, I watched, obviously saw Pitch Black before this movie, and I, you get to add on to the series, and I liked all of the Riddick's like, chronicles of those uh, Yeah. Movies. It bombed, though. It did terribly. It bombed. Uh, what were the numbers? I have the numbers somewhere here. The numbers. It cost $105 million to make, and it made $58 million. I could probably tell you... It lost uh, about half. Worldwide as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Worldwide, honestly, world, yeah, so it was $105 million, $57,761,012. Yeah. Uh, domestically, with $115 uh, million uh, worldwide, which yeah. we can't, we're not going back. So it's, you know, it's, it's by those numbers, by box office receipts, yeah. maybe it made $10 million, but possibly. International, yeah. we, we, we there's know. all these agreements and uh, rev share and all that stuff. But yeah, that's my number five. I, I will watch that movie to this day. Anytime it's on, I'll still oh, yeah. watch it. I own I, that movie. I always thought it was awesome. Yep. Um, I th- thought it was a cool, like, uh, I don't know. I always just like the way that he can't, uh, he can only see in the dark and stuff like that. Yeah, it's cool. Um, just like a badass. It's basically Vin Diesel in space. Well, dude. That's <laughs> amazing. Like, Pitch Black made money. Yeah. yeah. Chronicles of Riddick didn't make money. No. Riddick but the made money. Him. They kept making them. They I, all I made thought money. It was weird. I, yeah. I, I, don't, the, I don't know everyone... that people understood that Riddick was the character in Pitch Black. I don't know I don't that there know was people understood yeah. that. I don't think there was a logical connection between those yeah. two movies, so there was a disconnect. And then after the fact, for the later movies, I think that they might have understood that there was that connection there, yeah. and yeah. that's why they made money. Well, Pitch Black, you're like, okay, Pitch Black. And then you go, the Chronicles of Riddick. You go, oh, this is a new universe. Yeah. This is Chronicles. Yeah. It's like, hold on. No, no, no. This is like a yeah. sort yeah. of sequel thing. Yeah, no, that's true. But they, I think, uh, I think like Pitch Black costs like twenty some million to make, made like thirty something. Yeah. This 
costs 105 million, and then the the Riddick that most recently came out costs like 35 million, made like 50 yeah. or something. So like, they made, it made money, money, but this was like the the giant. Okay, that did well. We're going to throw a bunch of fucking money behind this and see if we can explode yeah. it, and it just they, didn't work. They probably didn't market it well. They probably I don't remember the it coming out in theaters. The yeah, yeah. I honestly do not remember it coming out in theaters because I had seen Pitch Black before this movie came out, and I don't remember this movie coming mm-hmm. out. I remember it seeing it after the fact. Yeah. That's a good one. So that's your number five? That's my number five. Excellent work. Uh, my number five, and I sort of told these guys I'm, I'm cheating and I'm going to cheat on about three picks. I'm going to title them. This one is my Harrison Ford pick. Because there are multiple Harrison Ford movies that bombed. This is my Harrison Ford pick. What? The one movie is Blade Runner. I know. Yes. I know. But K-19, The Widowmaker, lost more money. And I thought it was a good entertaining movie. Yes. But Blade Runner was the one. It, it didn't lose a shit ton of money. It maybe lost like 500000 or something like that, and it's probably made it up in like director's cuts and shit like that. But the fact that it was the director that it was, and it was the, I mean, it was relatively cheap to make for, even for those, you know, those days. And it had Harrison Ford, who was an enormous star, and it was beautiful. Like, it, it was nominated for Oscars for art direction and for like special effects and shit like that, and yet still lost money. It's an amazing movie. It's great. I mean, and it's got cult status now, which is like, you know, it's probably made its money back or whatever. But k is the same way. K-19 actually cost $100 million and only made $35 million domestically, only $65 million overall. Mm-hmm. And that movie has fucking Harrison Ford, you know, after like Air Force One and all those awesome movies. And Liam Neeson. Hmm. How's that movie Before not make money? People knew Liam. It's about it's uh, yeah only when Liam was only fifty years old. Well, yeah, seriously. Yeah, I think a big late. Yeah. His, his particular set of skills was not making That's money. Right. That's not. So. I guess his particular set of skills <laughs> was not making That's money true. back then. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but that point like, in his career. it you know that that movie too was like dude and it's a nuclear sub that you know melts down. It's like that's that's box office like popcorn shit right there and just didn't happen. So yeah. So the Harrison Ford pick. Officially is Blade Runner, but K nineteen also uh, plays into it. That is my number five. I wish you have I a, played with those. You have a problem movies. with that? I don't have a problem with it because I know they didn't lose money overall. Blade Runner probably historically didn't. Didn't. Uh, yeah, if you're talking box office, for numbers, sure. They it's did, a cult classic yeah. at this point where it didn't. But, make, well, but that one, yeah, that one lost money box office wise by a hair, yeah. but also was expected. To do a little bit better but, than it did. Yeah, I got to sure. say, most most movies I picked probably made money overall. They just didn't make money in box office. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, I mean, the, the pick bombs. I just had made money, I'm sure, but I yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't touch those because I was like on the borderline for me. So Blade Runner, for the record, cost twenty eight million, made twenty seven and a half million. So technically, yeah, it lost money, yeah, but yeah. I think the expectations time were frame, but, just during but, its box but, office. Box, but, yeah, just but, box office. But even if you make ten million on that, you still lost. I right. mean, if you think about the time frame well, of making a movie and what you're getting off of that investment, you're not making any money. Right. And opening weekend was only six million dollars. So like it was a, it was a failure opening weekend. Here's the eighty-two. Something like that. 
So it was expected to do more. I wasn't than alive yet, so I wasn't there to like rake up the <laughs> right, right to, yeah. to bring all your friends and stuff, yeah. all your baby so friends. It's all good. I, I was alive, but I was not going to see movies like that. <laughs> you were you were not even yeah. ten yet. So, so I was that's ten. you were ten. I was not. I was ten in eighty four. Right, so. you, were, you were eight. <laughs> you, so you, you also couldn't. Yet. You couldn't even get into that movie. Yeah. Uh, my number five is yeah, that. My number four. I'm gonna title is my goes on to win Oscars pick. Uh, my pick is Children of Men, huh? but my second little, you know, kind of half one there is uh, The Fountain. So, first I'll address The Fountain. Aronofsky did uh, did Requiem for a Dream, and it I can't imagine that made any money in the theaters, mm-hmm. but didn't cost anything to make. But, like, got him all this acclaim and everything like that, and so The Fountain being, I think he made... Another movie, and then made The Fountain, was like, oh shit, Aronofsky's like legit as this kind of director. And this was, you know, we had fucking Wolverine in this movie. We had Rachel Weisz in this movie. Like, there was some stars in this movie. And it was, you know, not, not, I don't know if it was marketed poorly, but it, you know, it was kind of a odd sci-fi concept. He did Pi, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it I was like before yeah. Requiem. Um but he he did you know he's he's kind of known at this point for like a little bit of a mind bending type of movie, and so the fountain comes out and it costs I mean it, it didn't cost that much to make it cost thirty five million to make but it only made ten million dollars in theaters, and I'm not sure it's like that might be one that never made up its money. I, I'm part of the reason it failed. I never saw the fountain. Yeah, um, but. Then we know Aronofsky goes on to win Oscars. Like, Ellen Burstyn in Requiem was nominated for Oscar for Best Supporting Actor. She didn't win. I think it's an upset, but whatever. Uh, but then he goes on to make Black Swan and wins Oscars. And, like, so he went on. Now, I'll address uh, Children of Men. That's uh, Alf- Alf- Inaratu, yeah. Yeah, Inaratu. Like, he's, you know, this master director now because he just won for The Revenant. He won for what was the movie before that? Uh, the year before, shit, I totally forget. Um, but this one was like before that. It cost seventy six million to make, and it made thirty five, and it didn't make its money back worldwide. But he's gone on to win, hmm? like Oscar, Oscar, yeah. Oscar. And so if you go back and revisit, you kind of are like, oh shit, yeah, this guy he's, knows what he's doing. And he's this big. Is a great he's movie. big on the extended shot, like he. Uh, the he long take. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's what we and Children of Men has a great one yeah, in the yeah. car. And yeah. they, they show, like, the behind-the-scenes is really cool. And I think we did a top five long takes in some episode previous, and that was on there. Like, so the Children of Men long theater. take. Super that. cool. Well, you were not part of the problem in that case, then. You helped. I actually paid to you see helped. that movie. Yeah? At the cheap seats. That's right. Like $2. That's right. Uh, but, I mean, it had... I mean, I don't know. It, it had Clive Owen, who maybe wasn't... And still hasn't proven to be, like, a... Not a bankable yeah, star. He was, he was good in that. He was good, he but was, he's yeah. like you know the the poster had just him on yeah. it, and then like the world with a world without pregnancy. There's you know whatever. It's like there's this, Clive Owen yeah. as King Arthur. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but you know it's like and it had it had good it had good people in it. Uh, it just it didn't do well. But I mean Alfonso Cuarón went on to make you know to win Oscars and do. Uh, Sorry, Gravity is the one that he went on yeah, and won. That was a good movie. So I mean, he made Gravity. Yeah, he made Gravity, yeah, and he did a Harry Potter, and he did. Just, he did a Harry Potter. He did Mama Harry Potter. Huh? 
Which Harry Potter? Uh, he did The Prisoner of the Azkaban. Azkaban. Yeah. I think the third one. I love those movies. Um, but yeah, I mean, that that was a... I thought that was a great movie. He's great with a long take, and it it's my number four. Although, Children of Men is my number four, not... Him. Yeah, him. Got it. What about you? Number four. Fuck nuts, huh? All right, it's my turn. And shit. Uh, I'm going to say... So, small thing here is I made three lists. And I'll go over the other two lists at the end. Yeah. So I made a list for each of the main actors in this movie. Minus Kevin Bacon, because I didn't know he was in this movie. Uh, <laughs> so I made, I, I made a top five for Ryan Reynolds, and I made a top five for uh, Jeff Bridges. But uh, my number four is honestly a movie I really do love to this day. Arlington Road with Jeff Bridges. There you go. That movie I thought was like super suspenseful. It's yeah. Jeff Bridges and that other guy. Uh, what's his name? <laughs> I, forget, I always forget his name. I, I didn't see it. I've You've never seen, seen the movie? Ben Affleck? No, what? Mark Ruffalo? No, it was probably made in 97. So, so who was the other big actor in 97? Samuel L. Jackson. No. Are we going to watch this in like 20 minutes? We should watch this we right should. now. I this movie is like super suspenseful. I have not right seen it. Now? We really should. But I always forget his name. He was in... Shit. I can't remember. <laughs> but the movie uh, was $31 million to make. Made 24-ish, $25 million domestically. Uh, Tim so, Robbins. Tim Robbins. That's who I'm thinking of. He, Tim Robbins is like the bad guy in the movie. And it's uh, you just spoiler alert. We're not going to watch it in 20 minutes now. Like, it's, it's you, you know it the whole movie. <laughs> so it's not a secret. So when he walks on the stage first time, does it say bad guy? It says guy? bad guy under nice. his, that It says okay. Tim Robbins, yeah, bad man. <laughs> As bad guy. But I always thought these movies... Like this movie and the game all came out at like the same time where like... Super suspenseful 90s movies. I hate the game. What? I hate the game. I love the Ugh. game. I, I, These I'm, movies I'm, were like the movies worst, I grew up Worst I'm, twist of all time. I, I, it's such bullshit. Anyway, I'm going to destroy myself right now and say that I've never seen the game. Good. God damn don't, it, John. Don't do it. I, I know don't what, do it. I know what it is. It's, it's bullshit. Not, it's not like I don't understand what that is. It's fucking bullshit. It, so. But these movies all came out at the same time yeah, for me. It yeah. was like the, the height of like... These types of movies where it was just like it had to be ultra suspenseful. And it, I would say it's like the same time frame as almost uh, Silence of the Lambs type movie. Yeah. Where they were just trying to. 90 something? 90 ish. Yeah. Like between 92 and 98 were all these like movies. And yeah. I was 10 at the time and or 11, 12, 13, whatever the hell I was at that age. <laughs> <laughs> and just was like, holy shit, these movies are fucking crazy. And Arlington Road was one of these movies where I was like, this had to have made money, but it didn't make money. It didn't make money. And Jeff Bridges was normal. No. He didn't have an underbite and he didn't have a southern drawl. Southern drawl. Well, then what Jeff Bridges is this? You can understand what he's saying. It was <laughs> fantastic. It was suspenseful. I love Jeff Bridges and I still love Jeff Bridges. I'll still watch whatever he's in, but I know whatever he's in now, he's stuck as Rooster Cogburn. It's yeah. very sad to me. Right. Um, it's like watching an old man de- degrade over time and die. <laughs> um, but yeah, Arlington Road, I, I, I was, uh, I always held high in my movies that I still watch. And still day. do. I still watch these movies, and I like. Bomb them. or not, you will support. 
I, I mean, they've made, they've made money off me over time. For me still. <laughs> made money? <laughs> All right. Ad revenue. I know. I, I rented that movie plenty of times for them to make it up. There you go. Perfect. Yeah, when I was a child. Number four. Not bad. But it's a, it's a, it's a political uh, drama. And we will watch it next. Shall we? Johnny, you're number four. Uh, number four is uh, fairly near and dear to my heart. Mm. No one cares. Moving on. <laughs> He's got to go to his number three after this. Yeah. So he's I'm got kidding, to do his I'm number kidding, four. I'm kidding. Uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the yeah, World. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am a uh, I'm a huge fan of this movie. Hell yeah. But I'm also a huge fan of the graphic novels. So uh, I thought they did an amazing job of recreating the graphic novels in the movie. It was super cool. Uh, I love it. It's a great movie. Agreed. So. Agreed. Agreed. I've they did seen it once and I loved it. Yeah, they did a great job of of bringing. The graphic novel to the screen yeah, in a very unique way, which we still haven't seen. It's, Again, it's a weird graphic novel. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to say it's for everybody. I understand why it bombed. Yeah, it's weird, but it was. Uh, I, I I felt like they did an amazing job of transferring it to film. I agree. It uh, that's probably why we haven't seen it though. It cost sixty mil. It only made thirty one mil. It should have done better. I think it should have done better. Well, the. The whole thing they're going off to Juno. The whole thing about that movie is this is when they thought a shit ton of internet buzz would drive a movie. Like I think like Snakes on a Plane, like Dark Knight or whatever the Batman one is. Like if you can generate internet buzz, then you have people driving to the theater on opening weekend. This kind of proved otherwise. One thing I see consistently here is geeks won't make your movie. Yeah. Uh, like Ghost in a Shell remake, obviously people were. You'd think that would make its money back at the very least because that was like a cult following Dude, for the anime movie. Immortalized Ghost in a Shell, right. yeah. You'd think it would make its money back. Bombed. Assassin's Creed. Geeks play. Geeks. That, that people was, play the game. Like, that was not yeah. a great movie, though. No. But I, I didn't see it. I'm just I like going the game. on it. I started on a plane. Terrible. You think. Well, no, no. It didn't get good until at least the second game. Well, I've never okay. played the game. But the movie didn't get good yeah, yeah, at all. The movie didn't get yeah. good. Yeah. Ever. Period. Yeah, period. Uh, I couldn't finish the movie, honestly, yeah. and I can't say that about a lot of movies. It's true, though. Geeks. You, 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 I think people... You, you bank on that. this, like, Comic-Con... Right. The Comic-Con culture, Yep. and you can't, as a studio. You have to bank on the overall consumer. You can't just bank on these this segment of people making your movie. And if you... You can if it's, like, a $5 million budget. Right, but, but you can't on a sixty million dollar budget. Assassin's Creed, one hundred twenty five million dollar budget, made fifty four domestically. Yikes! But worldwide, it says it made double its budget, two hundred forty million. Yeah. But we can't go by that. Yeah. And like Ghost in the Shell, one hundred ten million dollar budget made forty domestically. Ugh. Damn, there's some flops. Some flipping flops. So Scott Pilgrim's number four. Yeah. Snake it back to your number three. My number three was. Uh, one of my favorite movies of all time, Fight Club. One of your favorites. Does that mean number two and number one are more favorite? Yes. Oh, all right. Fight Club. Tell me, because I am a hater of Fight Club. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I love Fight Club Mm-mm. so much. Uh, it's a piece of shit. Oh. <laughs> and I hate to, they stole my name. To, to, to be fair, I never read the book. It's not like I read Chuck Palahniuk's yeah. book on that, and right. I was a huge fan beforehand. But you like, love the movie. It was. Oh. It was amazing. It was a great twist. Um, Agreed on that. Uh, 
I don't know. I, I come from a fairly dark place, so I appreciated where it was coming from. There you go. His name is Tyler Durden. Yeah. His name is Tyler Kosevsky. His name <laughs> it was me. is Tyler. <laughs> what if you're Brad Pitt and Ed Norton? Norton. Imagine. That's all you have to say about Fight Club? I wanted to uh, kind of fight about it. Let's go. Yeah, I let's mean, we can't. Like, I mean, first rule, actually, about Fight Club, I suppose, is... Keep talking about it. My backpack. We I mean, can't talk about Fight Club. I, did, I didn't plan this, but like honestly, this is the t-shirt that I have based off of this. Is this a soap t-shirt? Book Club. Nice. And the back says, the rules of Book Club. You don't talk uh, about yeah. Book Club. Like, I mean, Rule number two. You do not talk about Book Club. One book at a time. No, no, I, I was a... Uh, I don't know. This was a... Uh, this was a movie for me that at the time that it came out, I really identified with. The right time for yeah. you. I respect that. Sometimes a movie can be objectively one way, but you... And that's the best part about movies. That's what we've, we've always said on this, is the best part about movies is they are subjective. They don't pretend to be objective. You like a movie, I don't like a movie. Both of us are right. Yeah. So, that's great. But, uh, you know, that's also why we have this podcast, so we can get into some debates about why I think it sucks and why you're wrong. And then so, you can say why I am wrong, because it's great. Why do you think it sucks? I just, I didn't, I didn't think it was a great movie. No? No. I never thought it was good. I, I mean, it, it was, it was, it took itself very seriously, which I respect that. I just didn't think there was, but the whole thing leading to the payoff about him being the same person, if you, if you recognize that in the beginning... The whole rest of the movie is sort of falls flat, and it's it. Does, I don't think it has rewatchability. No, yeah, not that I have I, because I, I, I didn't I've like seen it the first movie time, like but, ten times. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I just never liked the movie. So what what did Fight Club cost and make? You know that I did. You know, I, well, info? based on the sources I got it. From, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Fight Club was sixty three million to make and thirty seven million in domestic box office. I bet it made that up in fucking merch. Oh yeah. Well like their merch is ridiculous. It, it is one of those that I'm sure had a long tail on it. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Um and most of the movies that I've put on here became cult classics. Yeah. They are they're well and that's they are movies that made it up eventually right. but when they came out just kinda fell short. Well and that's part of it's I think that's most of what our lists are, is all yeah. the ones like, people like them, but they just weren't recognized necessarily or marketed the right way or whatever, whatever. Box office bombs, not overall bombs, just box office bombs. So it's a good number three for you. For me? <laughs> nah. But for you? Yes. Good. TK. Number three. I think I went for overall bombs. So I, my list is, is bomb central. Bomb. <laughs> Atomic. It's like I picked my grade. favorite of the worst. Yeah, no, that's Instead good. Instead of like picking my favorite of what I could find was a bomb. Yeah. I picked my favorite of what I knew was a fucking that's terrible per- piece of shit. That's perfectly and, okay. And uh, one of them is Sahara, which I watched last night. <laughs> that's 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 in my honorable mention. Tyler's asleep right now. Yeah, He's terrible. asleep. He, oh he just my god, asleep. I love Sahara, dude. No, I fucking so love Sahara. Well, so, you can talk about it now. It's in your honorable no, mention. No, so. love it. We can talk about it. So, this movie, first off, we're supposed to be led to believe that Steve Zahn, or whatever his fucking name is, is a Navy SEAL. That's Steve Bullshit. Zahn. 
Bullshit, he's not a Navy SEAL. Never was, never could be, and never has been. No, not going to happen. Wasn't he and a that's POW like, in that other movie with uh, Christian Bale, too? Hearts War or something? I don't know. That was Christian the Bruce Willis one. But, yeah, Christian Bale, the one, the POWs in Vietnam. It's called, it's called P.O. Dubs with, with Christians on. Nom Dubs. <laughs> Nom Dubs. No, nah, I don't know what it's called. Oh, I don't know what uh, damn it. It was, uh, the, it was the John McClane story. I didn't see Anyways, it. okay. Sure it was yeah, yeah. It, well, Steve Zahn pretended to be a fucking P.O. Dub, but... Woo! Which, uh, which power-up you want? Which power-up you want? All of them. Nah, what we'll night? do this one. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, but Sahara was... I watched it with Danielle, and she didn't pick her head up from her computer the whole time. So Let's had... not gloss over the fact at how unathletic Steve Zahn is to no, portray that's what I'm just a saying. seal. To begin with, that is the opening scene, is like them scrolling across old photos of these guys. And it's like, oh yeah, we grew up together. Oh yeah, we went to like seal school together. Oh right. yeah, now we're part of these like... Treasure hunters, <laughs> fuck off to begin with. Like, right out of the They gate. went to Hell Week? Go fuck yourself. You would have washed out. And then they go into the movie, like, and the whole movie, the whole premise of the movie is like, spoiler alert, there's a disease in Africa that no one gives a shit about because it's Africa. And these guys are hunting for treasure. And uh, Penelope Cruz is looking for the disease, and Steve Zahn, or whatever his name is, and Matthew McConaughey are looking for treasure. Yeah. And they both lead them to Mali. And there's all these like made up ecstasy. All, yes, MDMA. Mostly to Tamale, and <laughs> they just take blue pills and get high. That's the. Um, this sounds like a great movie. And then between that, it is, it is a great movie. Between that <laughs> plot of like looking for disease and looking for treasure, it overlaps somehow. It looking for disease turns into looking for treasure. Pandemic and becomes it's like retarded. Becomes, it becomes Muppet Treasure like Island. This forced, this, this forced like overlap of like. Hunting for something, and Dudes they're both and like, like, "Yeah, I love this." Yeah. And <laughs> I can't even talk. There's about a lot of hand motion going on. I can't even talk about how bad this movie is. <laughs> I, okay, I, I, I'm not gonna lie. This, this movie is not gonna win any awards. No, you're right. It didn't. No, no, no. you're right. Yeah, it won maybe it's, a it's, Razzie, it's but that's it. It's not gonna. But I loved Sahara. I I've seen Sahara probably eight times. Like. That's this a character movie, flaw you movie. have, but we we get over it. I'm not yeah, I'm not faulting you for being one, mentally retarded. One of many, one yeah, of many. Right. But this movie is amazing. No, no, <laughs> it's not. No, well, it's then why so is it bad. Number three, because it's a movie that I was like entertained it by. It bombed ridiculously. But it had a ter- it bombed. What were the what were the numbers? Number wise, it was in here somewhere you have in my so list. So many notes. I do have a It's like a fucking math. You're a calculator over here. I have pages of notes here, guys. Ridiculous. I've never seen this Um, many notes. It's not notes. It's just box office numbers here, so don't worry about it. (laughs) Sahara. uh, 130 million uh, budget, 68 million domestic, 119 worldwide. All right. So it lost money no matter what, which is what I was looking for in my overalls. (laughs) Yeah. All right, all right, Um, all right. There were a couple <laughs> nods to that. He said Are that it'd be a lot cooler if you did in this movie. For real. 
For real. They played uh, Matthew McConaughey as Matthew McConaughey yes. in this movie. He said I haven't seen it. There were a couple of those. It's no. so good. No, there were a couple of those. We're gonna watch it afterwards. We're gonna no, watch it after afterwards. Arlington Road. I'm not watching yeah. the movie ever again. No, there were a couple are. of those lines where you're just like, it'd be a lot cooler <laughs> if you did. But half of the movie soundtrack is like, it's like African music, and the other half is honestly classic rock. So it's from it's like a mix of like Cool Runnings meets. Uh, dazed and confused. If only John Candy could have been in this. It was fucking it terrible. Made in terms it. of the soundtrack, it fucking Oscar. terrible. Just fucking stupid. It didn't make any sense. The movie didn't make any sense. It was all random chance that they found what they wanted to find. And it was really fucking stupid. There was also a love story that didn't make any sense. And at the end, he was just like... Uh, they rode a boat together. That's how they met. Uh, him and uh, Penelope Cruz. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Great pronunciation. Your Pen- Spanish is Penelope Cruz. Your Spanish uh, is fantastic. And uh, they met on a boat, and then he brought her to her car after he told her he, he wasn't going to give her a boat ride to begin with. But he gave her one, and, and then a the car way, ride. By the way, no, no, no. no. But uh, by the way, they they rode a boat for what seemed like a day, maybe uh, fourteen hours tops. Okay. There were five costume changes, and I counted them. Classic rock. Five. Took me a while to get there. I don't know why I'm talking about this movie so much, but he changed his outfit five fucking times in 14 hours, seemingly in a movie. Right. Uh, the sun only went down once. So. <laughs> Over the Sahara. Ridiculous. But he let her off the boat. He's like, okay, uh, I've heard about this girl that owns a house in Monterey, which is her. She owns the house in Monterey. <laughs> And then uh, basically he's like, I'm going to come bang you in Monterey sometime. But he doesn't. There's no he doesn't story. go and bang her in Monterey? He does at the end. But there's no love story. There's, that's uh, it. It's just a dude banging It's basically some chick all like a facade. The whole movie's like a made up adventure story. Well, it has what, no substance. That's what Matthew McConaughey movies are. They're all just no, made up. I mean, he made that show, A True Detective, that I enjoyed very much. That was great. Actually, that was very good. Like, he did that after Sahara, though. Maybe that's a makeup Obviously, movie. Obviously, this is like, this is is Matthew McConaughey at his peak mm. of terrible. At his movies. peak of terrible movies. Okay. Did you see Mud? That I movie? did. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. I, think I bet it cost like fourteen dollars. No, and probably they made like sixty. Him. They had to have paid him. Yeah, they, 60, 60 mil. I bet it made like twenty-eight million, and it cost I bet like it two million. No, no I, bet, I bet it made money. It, there's nothing. It didn't cost anything. There's no I way it cost no, anything. But for him alone, budget's more than a mil. Maybe. Maybe. Or he did it as a uh, as a passion project. Yeah, maybe. He would be that kind of guy. He would be. be. Was it God M-U-D-D? Damn. Nope. Just, just M-U-D. Wow. Actually, it made 21 mil. What was the budget? And it doesn't no say. No budget. Box office mojo does not say. Yeah. It was independent, though, so I bet that made money. I thought it was okay. Yeah. It was good. All right, it's a good number three, Sahara. I don't think it was a good number three. Okay, but it was a bad it, number three. But it was, it was a number, number three, three that I picked because of, that's the way I was going. Yes, like, that's fine. Absolutely. It's totally fine. The list dictated. Uh, my number three, again with the title. This is my last title, I swear. But my title is the sci-fi pick. And this is Event Horizon. I feel like I'm going to put this in purgatory for a little bit. I've had this on my list like the last... Like, two out of the last three lists, so it's going to go in temporary purgatory after this, but Event Horizon is my number, is my number, uh, my number three. The backup, and it, again, the sci-fi pick, Chronicles of Riddick. I thought Riddick was 
awesome. I loved it. It bombed way harder than Event Horizon. 150, 105 mil with, you know, 50-some mil made up. But Event Horizon bombed as well. Event Horizon cost $60 million to make and made $26 mil. Uh, I feel like we've talked about it on the podcast quite a bit. Ryan loves it. Maddie C loves it. I love it. It's going in purgatory. But it's one of the best sci-fi thrillers ever made, and it bombed at the box office. Again, this is like one of the ones we've just been talking about. This was this like same time as like Sphere and those type of movies where Ooh. they all came out at the same time. Ooh, Sphere. Speaking of Sphere, I know Sphere bombed too. Sphere did bomb. I don't and it's, think Sphere it's on my honorable mentions. Uh, let's but see. Like '97 is what I'm thinking. Is like all yeah. these movies came. Yeah, Event Horizon. Where it's just like one after the other, same type of movie. Well, that's where yeah. people may have gotten sick of it. Event Horizon was uh, was '97. Yeah. yeah. And I think Sphere was 96. Yeah, so like... But Event Horizon was better than Sphere, in my opinion. Okay, I'm just saying same type of movie. That's why I'm not lumping Sphere into my sci-fi pick. I'm putting it on my... Uh, Well, I'm just saying that's maybe why it bombed. But yeah, 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 Yeah. no, maybe, yeah. I'll have to watch it. Event Horizon? I I know. Have you seen any movies? I've never seen it. Dude, borrow it. It's... I love that movie. It's it's one of... It was on my scariest movies. It was on my best... It's... It's it's a movie I know of. It's just a movie I haven't seen. Yeah, no, it's great. So, Event Horizon, it's cult classic. It's I doubt it made its money back, but it's great. It's Lawrence Fishburne and uh, the guy from, and Jurassic, dude Park. from Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Tim, Tim something rather. Uh, so, that's my number three. My number two, and this is where I get into individual films. Finally. Is Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Mm. I thought Scott Pilgrim was a lot better than the box office gave it credit for. Yeah. I still think it's amazing. Uh, it was... A film that I, like, it was, the way it was done, I had never seen it like that before. I'm upset it cost so much and made so little so that there is not, like, a sequel. So good. Because it, it could so be good. such a cool franchise. Like, make so one good. for $10 million, it makes $20 million, just keep churning them out because, like, it's fun. And it was a different sort of, it wasn't, it wasn't like a superhero movie, but it had that feel. Yeah. yeah. I guess graphic novel lends itself to that but like the way it was done and the the effects and the way that it really felt like a comic book but like in that fun way not like in a kaplow like ironic way almost like those it, were used as as devices were it, it, was it, a lot of fun. T- it took itself seriously yeah. but it didn't take itself right. seriously well it took itself seriously on light-hearted material yeah. in the way that this ripd should have where right. it's like it should have taken the source material more seriously and been lighthearted about the characters, and which is sort of what this did. Scott Pilgrim was also, I think, Edgar, Edgar Winter, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, like, it's has, hard to be. has he touched uh, anything that isn't amazing? Yes, because this didn't make any money. Okay, so but that's point, box office wise. No, yeah, I'm not asking, but that's why it's so. Has he touched my, anything that wasn't right. like profitable? Has he touched right. anything that wasn't amazing? True. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. And that's that's why this is my number two is yeah. because I loved it. And thought, you know, I'm not sure where the 60 million went, but it should have made more money in theaters. Uh, so that's my number two. TK, that's a knock. That's a knock. That's my number two. Yeah. Uh, reason being is I loved it as a kid, and it came out when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember it being in theaters if it was at all. Um, but it seemed like a straight to VHS release for but for, it, our, for a good friend. But uh, it has theaters, huh? It has box office revenue. I'm sure it does. Not a lot. Um, I have it here on the back of my list. It's an Hulk. 
Yeah, what are the numbers? Hawks, 65 million to produce made 17 million. Yeah, wow. Um, did not make a lot. Not ideal. Um, and it was, what year was that? Bruce Willis. Late 80s, right? 91. 91. Wow. So, yeah. The late, a- latest after, 80s you the can be is in the 90s. A- after Moonlighting. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, I mean, uh, he should have been making more as himself as Holy the actor. Holy shit, that this. bombed. Yeah, bombed bad. It didn't even make like 20% of its revenue. But... No, but I love this movie. 30, he 40. plays a thief. <laughs> I'm, I'm sold. I'm sold about... That, that's all it took. He plays a thief. I'm in. <laughs> Yeah. No, I always thought it was cool. <laughs> and there was like this whole aspect where he was just like, he always sang a song. I've heard it was, uh, what's the, the the song in the movie? You know it. I'm sure you love that movie. That, I don't think I've ever seen the Hudson Hawk. I thought it was on your list. No. Oh, you motherfucker. You I'm the only one with Hudson Hawk. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's got the guy in it that's fat. And uh, it's, got, <laughs> it's got him. And I, uh, I don't know a lot to say about this movie in terms of content-wise. It is uh, Die Hard without anyone dying. Uh, <laughs> Live harder. Um, so, and he steals So shit. it's nothing? No, it's really good, though. It's right, really good. It's no, watch it and tell me you didn't like it. No, we'll watch it Catch next. the excitement. No, Catch the adventure. Well, how many movies are we watching hawk. next? Three. Three At next? point, yeah. Yeah, we're watching this one. And Can then... we watch this one immediately because yes. it's only an hour and a half? Yes. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, we're, we're in. Because I do love this movie. And I haven't seen it in probably 10 years. But I do remember a guy with knives coming out of his coat. Ooh. So he'd flip knives out of his coat, but they would like scissor out, which was weird, like without it. cutting his coat. Hmm. Yeah, that's um, pretty good. That's, and he'd like slice things up. He'd kill people, I'm sure, uh, of that happening. Um, but I don't know who, because it's PG, probably. Th- PG, maybe? PG, nope, it's PG? R. It's, it's rated no, R. There's no. swearing, and then there's a fat guy, and the <laughs> fat guy tells him where to go and steals stuff, and he does. He, does, he steals it from museums. Incredible. I'm sold. And he wears a, a trench coat and a hat. And he's exactly Hold like on. McLean. Trench coat I've seen. And a hat? He, he is like John McLean. Me. John McLean, but his name is Hudson Hawk. <laughs> trench coat and hat? Yeah, I mean, that, that sold it right there. Trench I don't know if you guys know. God. I don't I mean, know why this movie bombed. Because I can describe it so well to you. <laughs> in, detail, in detail. In uh, detail. How well this movie was made. I'm in. Um, Delightful, 1991, Bruce Willis and uh, Fat Guy. All right, I'm taking one real quick. Go for it. Okay. So. Uh, Woo! All right, John. Sorry, you're number two. So, my number two is going to put me in a specific camp because it is uh, Nazi concentration camp. Nah, mm. it's it's one of my favorite movies, but it is it is very divisive. It's either either you're a huge fan. Or you absolutely hate it. All right, I'm buckled up. And I'm ready. It's, uh, Donnie Darko. Oh, yeah. Loved it. I didn't yeah. touch these fucking movies because you guys are pieces of shit. <laughs> only because, only because you guys are pieces of shit. <laughs> yeah, no, Donnie Darko's good. Look, there you is... sure you don't want to pick S. Darko? <laughs> yes, I'm sure. There is... Exactly, that's why I bombed so hard. Nobody saw bomb? it. Yes. Sorry, go ahead, John. Donnie Darko. It is one of those that either you think it's amazing or you think it's fucking horrible. And to be fair, I have um, I have a copy that is both the director's cut and the original cinematic cut, Mm -hmm. and they're completely different movies. I mean, like, I, I don't know how to describe how different they are. The, the cinematic cut that came out was 
very open to interpretation. Yeah. Like you could tell that there were big things cut out of the movie. They were left up to the viewer to decide on what was going on. And it was amazing. Like, yeah. The ideas I had about it blew my mind and it, it just, it Go caused me to think. Like it, 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 it formed a movie that when I got the director's cut, and I saw what Richard Kelly was thinking. It wasn't. It same. was not the same thing. Wow. And like it was it was a completely different thing. And the director's cut was just as good. Like hmm. even being different from what I originally saw in the movie, the director's cut was still mind blowing. It just kind of laid some things out and it caused me to think in a different direction than the original movie took me. Hmm. I'm a I'm a huge Donnie Darko fan. That's cool. Do you have the numbers? Uh, I do. Darko? I do. On what I saw here. Uh, give me one second. It is, from what I saw online, it was... It didn't cost it, that much, right? No, four, it didn't. Four and a half million to make and 1.2 million is what they made. So that's still, I mean, that's, that's like a big 25%. Job. It's a big job. But you're not losing your shirt like you are on fucking Sahara losing $50 million. Yeah. Granted, yeah. it's. But it's that was a bomb. Four and a half million dollars to make. Because, I yeah. mean, even on those, well... On some of those small independent movies, you make them either, in my opinion, you either make them to expand the potential reach for the studio, or you make them because there's someone that you have in your corral that wants to do something that they want to do. Jake Gyllenhaal wasn't a guy back yeah. then. So this yeah. must this must have just been either the writer or... Because sometimes, you know, well, like, like if I don't know who made it, but let's say Richard Paramount. Let's say Paramount. Richard Kelly was, this movie made him. So like, that was, he was okay. nobody, the director, before this movie, he was nobody. So then he, who has the clout to, yeah. So this might have been something he made and then shopped around for a while. And then they were like, yeah, fuck it. We agree. This is good. And, you know, but it's one of those things where it's like, it's hard to get these movies made unless you're somebody that has some clout to say, Fuck you. Like, Christopher Nolan right now is basically saying, I'm not doing another Batman unless you make me, or you let me make these movies that I want to make and you bankroll all of it. Like, that's how Inception was made. He's like, I'm not doing another Batman unless you fucking pay for me to do what I want to do, and then I'll come back and do another Batman. And he made Inception with a giant budget, but of course it made a billion Inception fucking dollars. so good. So good. But it's, it's interesting to... Because what has he done since? And I don't know. Um, well, he did... Uh... There's not a ton that I can give you. He did that movie, The Box. I think that's what it's called. That was also a little weird. I, I enjoy. Yeah, I enjoyed good. it. Yeah. What's his that name? Adrian Richard Kelly. Richard Kelly. Richard Kelly did because the, the bot. Wait, who was in the box? Uh, ah, it's it's. Uh, yeah, I know the uh, I know the actor's name. I can't think of it. Was it? It wasn't. No, that was the. Cube? It was uh, Gwyneth Paltrow and. Oh. Um, um, I can't think of his name. Donnie Darko. Wait, he's... I guess he wrote all of those. He's American. Uh, Wait, he wrote Donnie Darko as a book? Donnie Darko, the box was, was Cameron Diaz. Cameron was Diaz. In the box. Domino! Domino. With, oh, my uh, God. What's her name? Uh, Southland Tales with The Rock. Yeah. So, long story short, uh, he made Donnie Darko and then got a couple bankrolled movies and then fucking... Weird tanked but that's okay that's cool though I mean that's I I like that movie mm-hmm. I don't know if it's so divisive though I don't know if you have to love it or have now, to hate it 
I you th- can you can not understand it and just be I, like, yeah, it was okay. I, I listen to a a few podcasts yeah. where they shit on it like crazy. So that's kind it's of a, that's kind of my experience with it is the fact that I listen to people on podcasts shit on it and go, well, that sucks because I fucking love that movie. Well, that's the thing. It's <laughs> it's, it's good fodder to be divisive about. Yeah. It's I don't know. Uh, what do you want? Which one do you want? Which one do you want? You know which one I want. Make me have a... Yeah. <laughs> uh. oh! <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. All right. So that's your number two. Johnny, get to your number one. Uh, we're there. And the so... number one. Better than Fight Club, by the way, which you loved. And better than Donnie Darko, which you just said you also love. This better be good. This is one of my favorite movies of all time. Of all time. There there are a few things that are going to top this. And it bombs. Yes. Yes. And it is... It's a cult classic. Yeah. It's an amazing movie. I'm ready. Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, that bombed? Yeah. Really? Yeah, it did. Wasn't that Kurt Russell? Yeah, it was. It, it, that bombed? It cost yeah. $25 million to make, and they made $11.1 million. Ugh, not even half. Jeez. So, Big Trouble in Little China is... I can't even describe it. I, I first saw this as a little kid. I've seen this movie probably 30 times. Wow. This is this is one of my all-time favorite movies. Wow. This, it, it is in... If I had to pick 10 movies that I was going to go to a deserted island with, this would wow, be... Wow, really? One. Yes. That's, I, I just... High praise. I this movie is amazing. It is so good. Kurt Russell is amazing. You would amazing. you would take R I P D as your number two, right? Yes. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah of course. So, but it, Big Trouble in Little China was so far ahead of its time. It's John Carpenter. Yeah. It's yeah. just it is. I didn't know that bombed. It is so amazingly funny. Yeah. Like and it's it's understated. Like all of the jokes in it are like behind the curve. Yeah. Like it's just you kind of roll into it and you laugh and it's it's almost like you shouldn't laugh when it happens but it's so funny. So it's a it's a smart comedy that relies on you as the audience to pick up on that versus yeah. spoon feeding you yeah. comedy. But it, it was early. This. It was early '80s. I mean, it was it was the, the time period that it hit the things that they were lampooning and making fun of. Yeah. it was just. So, question. Yeah. When's the last time you watched it? Uh, less than a year ago. And does it hold up? Oh my God, yes. Because if it's so '80s, yeah. Oh my God, it does God, hold yes. up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so like, I what about someone? It. What about someone that's 18 right now? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Because most of the people that I've watched it with in the past 10 years would appreciate the fact that it's an 80s movie. Yeah. So. But I mean, someone that's 18 right now was born in fucking 99. Yeah. (laughs) Jesus Christ. That's That's a good number one. And that, that seems like it's close to your heart, which is just an even better reason to be your number one. Which is great. All right, TK. I have a really movie that's close to my heart. It's called Thirteenth Warrior. I saw it. <laughs> you just watched it. I saw it two days Did ago. Did you love it? Is that how much you love it? No. Uh, I think I, I, I approached this a little bit differently than you guys. I uh, it was watchable. Thirteenth Warrior, though, it's kind of bomb. Right? It's one of the biggest bombs of all time. 
Yeah, yeah, I think it is the biggest. No, no, no. 47 no, no. Ronin. No, 47 Ronin. Oh, that's Keanu. Yeah, that's, that's Keanu. And that would have made is... my list because I have seen it, but it was terrible. Like, this one is... This one is uh, third, name? I think. Antonio Banderas. Antonio Banderas, that's right. Yeah, so budget, $160 million, Good God. Made $32 million. Uh, domestically. Holy fuck. 61 million worldwide. So lost 100 million. 100 million dollars. No matter what. And how how do you fucking spend that much money on a movie? This came out in 99. So That's there, a shit ton of money there back There are then. a lot of movies that came out in 99. Same time. Good lord. So if you look at 99 release dates, a lot of movies came out that year and this movie was like okay, trying to piggyback on maybe movies Woo! from 97. Hold on. Which one do you want? Um, Which one do you want? All of them. But <laughs> I don't know if this is a, a, a... I would assume it is a blatant ripoff of Beowulf. So the oh. story is the same exact story as Beowulf. Um, and it's fine. I mean, the, the movie was enjoyable. At first I was like, this movie fucking sucks. I couldn't watch it. First 30 minutes, I was like, this is fucking terrible. And then it gets much, much better. Um, there was one part when I left the room to go pee. Maybe a minute and a half, two minutes. Came back. And um, uh, uh, preface this. Here's the story. The guy uh, is a Spanish man from Iraq. So he's Iraqi Spanish man. No, he's an Iraqi with a Spanish accent. But uh-huh. he's, he's supposed to... He's playing Antonio Medeiros, being Antonio Medeiros. I'm buying it. But he's it. supposed to be Iraq. Continue, yeah. So he's an Arabian man, an Arab man, with a Spanish accent, which it shouldn't be. But he does have that accent. So he's ter- Antonio Banderas is terrible at accents, which they found out too late, and just said, you know what? You, you be Arab. You be whatever But there's a, 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 a story they don't tell right in the beginning, where he's like, he is lusting after this wife of the emperor... And then they banish him from his land, but they say that right in the beginning of the movie where there's no like preface to it. It's just like, get the fuck out. So he leaves and like goes to the north and meets Vikings. And uh, they're like, hey, cool. Um, we need a 13th warrior to help us with this quest. And you're it. And that was really it. That was it. He's in their, their story. But the whole movie, he needs an interpreter, interpreter for the beginning of the movie. Is it because he's Antonio Banderas and doesn't understand? He doesn't understand the, the Viking language. language. So oh, well, no, I I am like in it. There's an interpreter. He doesn't understand them. They don't understand him. I come back from peeing. They all understand each other. I don't understand. <laughs> oh. I don't understand why. That was quick. I don't under. His interpreter is gone, and they all speak the same language. And I was really confused by that, but I liked it. Amazing. I really got into that. I was like, these guys learn language really quickly. They're really smart guys. And uh, from there, they do the Beowulf thing. <laughs> it's amazing. So, yeah. in August of 1999, Mystery Men came out. Oh. Sixth Sense came out. Six the Sense Thomas the Crown Affair came out on the same weekend. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Those are pretty good. Mystery yeah. Men, like... It was good. Was, I enjoyed Mystery Men. Not a good movie, but mm. I enjoyed it. The next weekend, Bowfinger and Detroit Rock Palace. City came yeah. and broke down Palace. And then the week after, Mickey, Mickey Blue, Blue Eyes, Eyes, Universal Soldier, The Return, no, which no I don't know. And Teaching <laughs> Mrs. Tingle, which, ooh, Helen Mirren, ooh. <laughs> and then The 13th Warrior came out with an astronaut, with The Astronaut's Wife, which had Johnny Depp in it. And then nothing. Dudley Do Right with Brendan Fraser, The Muse with Albert Brooks and Sharon Stone, but like, for fuck's sake. Yeah. 
there was a lot of money to be made because nothing else came out. I think this was like the time out. where like they threw a shitload of money at movies. Because people were seeing well, one hundred and sixty fucking million dollar budget. That's a that is one of the highest. That is one of the highest budgets. There is one in in my list that is well. I mean, King Arthur now had one hundred and seventy five. Uh, there was one I thought was in yeah, the but that's today's money, not nineteen ninety nine money or whatever. Yeah. That's a lot of yeah. money. That's fuck. Yeah. That's a shit ton. Green shit. Lantern had a two hundred million dollar shitload of money. Two hundred million. Holy fuck! And that's yeah. a big old bomb. That was a big. Old Wow! Right. So that's uh, your number. That's your number one. That's my number one because number one. I actually went bomb. into it being like, knowing it was a bomb, I was like, "This is gonna be fucking stupid," and I didn't think it was that bad. All right. And Antonio Banderas wasn't the main character. The movie was named after him really? being the Thirteenth Warrior, but he was not the main character. <laughs> really? It was weird. It was what super a, weird. What a shit movie that was. Yeah. Sounds like well, that's a good number one. Yeah. My number one. I'm surprised it hasn't even been mentioned. Because this is the best movie, in my opinion, that bombed. And it is The Iron Giant. I never saw it. I Amazing movie. I never saw it. I, I, I never saw it. Oh, well, I'm not surprised because guess what? It bombed. Yeah. You, you not seeing it contributed to yeah. it bombing. Yeah. Uh, it was also 1999. It actually was released about a week and a half before The 13th Warrior. Great so good maybe not movies. a good month for movies then. <laughs> um, it cost seventy million to make, and it made twenty three. And it was fantastic. I mean, I think it's it's one of my favorite. And this is so. Toy Story came out in ninety five. Toy Story two came out earlier in ninety nine. Iron Giant came out in ninety nine. So it was like kind of in that pick me up like oh we have something here with animation uh i believe brad bird yep brad bird directed it who directed like the incredibles after that went to pixar did all that kind of stuff it was one of those final movies that was done in like the old disney way like the the hand animation and not you know the digital and everything like that the pixar was doing so it was a little behind the times but it was such a well done story and good movie and feel good and like I, I, whenever it comes on, it, it was on HBO like a few months ago, and I watch it again, and it, you just, you sit there and you sort of get really involved. Like, I don't know if you've seen Big Hero 6. I have. Big Hero 6 is really good, yeah. but it's like you have that semi-inanimate object, feel-good relationship. This is what, like, started that. It's like you have this alien robot that plummets to Earth... You have to, like, the, and you know, little boy befriends it, and you have to, it's just, it's it's a super good movie, but I'm surprised that it only made, uh, what did I say, 23 million, and it cost so. 70, like, yeah. how much does a fucking animation cost? You Jesus hire some homeless person to draw some shit, it should be easy. Yeah, and easy. I mean, they had, like, Jennifer Aniston was a voice, but what do you pay a voice actress, like, you know, couple mil harry connick jr was something like jennifer aniston yeah, yeah but you know based it's on like what she's making in movies like, i guess but you know you don't pay voice actors the same as you pay actor actors so yeah but 70 million wasn't she's, actor, not, she's not a voice actor wasn't talent yeah well they might hire her, her for that but that's yeah. not what she is yeah but they're not going to hire her for like 14 million dollars just to voice some lady that's not even in the like the Iron Giant and the boy are the... Anyways, it's not important. But that's my number one. 
Um, I think that's like that is the best movie on the list that I have that is bombed. Like I think that is a phenomenal movie and was really surprised to see it bombed. But then I was kind of happy because I was like, I found my number one. So so now we got like five movies to watch after this. Yeah, we got like five movies to watch. Yeah. Iron Giant. We need to watch Fantastic. Hudson Hawk. <laughs> Hudson Hawk's number one. Obviously, we yeah. we we plan that. So it's a really good movie. So, I do so that's that's our top five. So let's jump right into uh, honorable, honorable mentions. So I'll go first. I only have two that I didn't mention. We sort of mentioned Sphere. Uh, I liked Sphere. I wouldn't call it a great movie, but it cost $80 million and only made 37. Uh, Dustin Hoffman, Sharon Stone, Sammy J. Yeah. Like, how do you not mop up the fucking box office with that? And then the only other one, which was a true, like, bomb like you know kind of on your list Deepwater Horizon hmm. I liked it but I think Mark Wahlberg's in this terrible habit of making movies nobody wants to fucking what, see 110 mil and it made 61 yep right? and yeah. I actually had a good time watching it but like I did I, who I wants didn't to know see that, that movie I didn't know about it until after it was out on DVD yeah. I didn't know they didn't right. market it I didn't know it went to theater. well like Patriots Day about didn't the know, Boston I, Marathon bombing but my point is he's it's making movie. he's making movies no one wants to go back and, and see. Like, Deepwater Horizon. Yeah, it happened. And guess what? We all hated it. And BP is a scumbag company. But why do we want to watch... We don't want to watch a movie about it. He's making... Yeah, he's making movies about real life shit. About stuff that nobody wants to see. Right. But he makes good movies. They're entertaining. They are entertaining. But I'm not surprised they bomb because, like... No, I never Who wants Patriots to go back though. and review the Boston Marathon bombing, like, two years after it happened? Like... That was probably... Fuck off, seven years Mark. Yeah, Anyways, those are my honorable mentions. Yeah, right. What you got? You go, because I have two other lists. Okay, so oh, yeah. <laughs> Sahara was mine, but we've already talked about that. Um, so this is one from probably the late 70s, early 80s. Um, and it's not a great movie. I'm not going to sell it like it's a great movie. But it had a quote from it that as a young kid stuck with me for the rest of my life and so it's a movie Go that fuck meant your a lot own to me. yes that was it that's the quote exactly no um the adventures how exactly does one suck a fuck <laughs> the adventures of buckaroo bonsai across the eighth dimension what i have yeah. never heard of that oh it's so good dude it's, what it, what kind of bombing did it do it's not a great movie don't get me no, wrong it's not like of the universe it's, type thing no it's it's super weird do you, you know who Peter Sellers is? Yeah. yeah okay, so it's Peter Sellers' is Buckaroo Banzai. And it's a, it's a very comic book bookish movie. And it's it's from the late 70s, early 80s. So it's the production values are not great. And it's not a great movie. Like, I'm not going to lie and pretend it's a great movie. But there was always a... There's a line that he has in the movie that is, no matter where you go, there you are. And it struck me as, as a young person. As, John Lithgow's in. It's like, it was just, it made sense to me. It's like, it doesn't matter like where you move to. You're always going to be yourself. And so you can move away from where you're at, but all of the baggage that you have, you are bringing with you. And again, it's not a great movie, but it's a movie that, Formed me a lot yeah. as a young kid. Yeah. It's got a great it's got cast. A, yeah, seriously, John yeah. Lithgow, uh, J- Jeff Goldblum, Christopher Ellen Lloyd, Barkin, Jeff Goldblum, Peter Christopher Waller. Lloyd. 
Yeah, no, that's that's pretty fucking fantastic. Okay, so we have six movies now that we need to uh, <laughs> need to watch because Ellen Barkin's now like big time. She's yeah. still a baby. She's still old as shit. She's still animal or whatever. She's yeah. like yeah. old as hell, and I still think What's she's it a called? baby. <laughs> that, that Animal Kingdom on FX or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And the last great. one was Heather's. Like, oh yeah, never saw it. That's a great yeah. Yeah. So. All right, we have seven movies we gotta watch. All right, so I made three lists total. Let's hear them. I made a bomb for Ryan Reynolds and Jeff uh, Goldblum. Not what's his name, Jeff, uh, Jeff, uh, Jeff, 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 and Bridges. Bridges. Let's do this. So Ryan Reynolds, real quick, Green Lantern one was his biggest bomb of two hundred million dollar production budget uh, with marketing and whatnot, and it made one hundred sixteen uh, uh, domestic. Yikes. Blade Trinity. Uh, $65 million budget with 52 domestic. He was in Blade Trinity? Yes. Huh. I didn't uh, see it. <laughs> That's uh, case in point. R.I.P.D., obviously, we talked about. Yeah. I put Life in here, so I made six for him. Life made uh, was a $58 million budget, which was the new movie this year. Uh, $30 million hmm. domestic box office. Criminal with, um, what's his face? And uh, $31.5 million budget, 14 domestic. And wow. Mississippi Grind. Couldn't find the fucking budget, but it made $130,000. Ooh. So it I probably assume, cost more than $130,000. I assume if he did it, didn't do it for free, it cost more than $130,000. <laughs> uh, here you go. Jeff Bridges. R.I.P.D. Obviously. Seventh Son, where he played the exact same character uh, I had down here was... Ninety-five million dollar budget made seventeen million. Wow. Big Lebowski, which we didn't talk about, I know. did, did probably it did bomb technically. Um, I did write it down. Fifteen million made five million domestic. Yeah, I love that movie, and I wish that's, it didn't bomb. That's made its money back. That in merch right, and, and that's why I didn't cult. put it on my yeah, list yeah. because it did make its money back. It's cult. over time, and that's where I didn't want to like get into that gray area of did it make its money back? And the Coen brothers have. Like capitalized on that in follow-up movies, right. like where people yeah. have gone, oh shit, I love the Big Lebowski. I'm gonna see whatever they do. Right, exactly. Yeah. So um, another one I put on here was Arlington Road. I already talked about it. Yep. Uh, so he's on here for that. Finally, blown away with him and Tommy Lee Jones. Blown away. Blown did fifty away. million dollar budget made thirty domestic. All right. So he did pretty good bomb. There. My last one I wrote, Tron Legacy, he barely made money. It was $170 million. It made $172 domestic. Wow. You don't want to do that when you spend $170 mil. You want to, you want to make 300 plus. So you're throwing money at it to yeah. make money. And right. you're not making that money back. You're not making so, that money back. Um, I have other uh, honorable mentions. Ghost yeah. in a Shell. Yeah, I saw right. this year. I actually did really like it. It was $110. <laughs> million dollar budget, 40 domestic. Ooh. And I did like that a lot. Allied I liked a lot. Allied Bond. What was a, Allied? It was Marianne Cotillard. Cotillard. Cotillard and a Brad Pitt. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 85 mil made 40. Um, what else did I put on here? Chappie. I didn't like. Chappie. I was like, very surprised that, was, that I lost uh, money. That was Bloomquist, uh, yeah. Bloomquist follow-up to... Uh, what was that stupid one with like the, the aliens? I liked it. Uh, where the oh fuck, what's that called? I don't know. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Hey, yo, Jeffy. <laughs> um, what the fuck was that called? Neil. It wasn't Elysium. It was the other one. Yeah. Um, District Nine. District Nine. Yes. District Nine. That's that's, that's the what very, it was. that's the one. I must not spell uh, Neil right. 
Yeah. Blomkamp? And then uh, yeah, uh, Ghostbusters, yeah, the new Neil one. Blomkamp. The new Ghostbusters with the girls. You did re- do Elysium. Re- yeah, that was a bomb. I knew he did yeah. Elysium. Yeah. I, I, knew, I actually... I thought it was, it was funny. I, I enjoyed it. Like, yeah. I, I'm not going to lie. I, I didn't go into it thinking it, it was going to yeah. be like a serious remake. Yep. I knew it was going to be like bullshit. But I went into it knowing that it was like SNL girls. And I thought it was fucking funny. And yeah. it did, did technically lost money. $144 million budget. $128 million domestic. And it made money worldwide with two and a half... Two... Million, or 230 million. It, I'm, I'm going to bring up for the record, it's Peter Weller, not Peter Sellers. It is Peter Weller. Yeah. You're right. I said Weller. So, yeah. Now we, Bonsai. Yeah. Like, yeah. Let the record show. Yeah. I just wanted to, so that, who knows, the three people that That's, are listening to this that yep. like scream that it's not Peter Sellers, it's Peter Weller. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. There's the answer there. Awesome. Um, this well, was, was fun for me to do. This was I, fun. If you, you can tell, I did a lot of math. Yeah, man. you did. I went nuts with this. I was like, how can I find something that Jeff Bridges did and didn't make money? Because I love this guy, but he hasn't stopped playing this. And then you realize, oh, wow, that's All of them. (laughs) Every movie he's ever made has been fucking terrible. That's easy. Nice. It was fun. All right, dudes. Well, it was fun. Do you have any shout-outs or anything? Any final uh, shots over the bow? A ton of fun. Uh, if anyone's curious, uh, King Arthur had a hundred and seventy-five million dollar budget, made thirty-five million domestic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty bad. Pretty bad. Yeah, but right. I, I like Jack. So, sorry. I don't think he's a good actor. I think he's uh, fucking I, terrible. I, I'm not gonna go either way on that. I just I like Jack. <laughs> so you're going with he's a good actor? No, no, no. Oh, not either. N- neither. No, one. No, I don't want to go either side of the fence. But uh, he likes uh, him. I think he's fucking terrible. Doesn't mean he's great. Doesn't mean he's bad. Just likes him. All right, friends. Well, that His does it for us. Jax, is it? In uh, hey, Sons of Anarchy, Sons right? Of Anarchy. Yeah. Yeah. His actual name. Uh, uh, oh, Jesus. From Green Street Hooligans. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, someone's yelling at the, at <laughs> yeah, the speaker <laughs> right now. Like, it's this guy's fucking idiot. Hey, Charlie Hunnam. Charlie Hunnam. Yeah, that's, right, right, that's, that's right. And you shouldn't have said it, so I could have said fuck Sorry. you if you're yelling. <laughs> you fucks. That's right. Charlie Hunnam. Well, Johnny, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks for uh, having me. It's been a lot of fun. This is almost a record-long podcast. Almost two hours. Yeah, wow. pretty good. Oh, shit. Pretty good. Man, that's so. two drives home for me. That's I, right. I, I make you guys talk. That's right. <laughs> With three people, obviously, it's going to add 20 minutes to it. So we're going to end it, and we're going to go watch like eight movies that we just all decided we, we have to watch. We do need to watch Hudson Hawk. All right. Quick. We're going to go watch Hudson Hawk. Let's do that. I'm going to have like eight more beers. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-